Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian, and I'm joined this evening with perfect timing Frank and Austin. Frank, how are you? Doing good, Brian. And Willem up in Tulsa. Willem, how are you doing, buddy? Doing good, Brian. (laughs) What's up, Brian? I mean, the timing on Frank's just like exit from the podcast was just magnificent. Couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. What are you drinking tonight, Willem? I got myself some Modelo Especial. Modelo Especial. Such a good-ass beer, man. Out of a bottle, too. Just class. Yep. Um, I am drinking a Mexican import as well. I am drinking Soul Shalata. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, yes, I understand that Soul is made by Molson Coors. That's fine. I don't care. It's still good as shit. Um, have you ever had this, Willem? No, I've seen that all over, but I've never had that. <laughs> this one might be my favorite shalata. I've got another one coming up tonight that I have not, I, full disclosure, I've never tried before, so I'm going to try it live on air. Stay tuned for that. Oh, live on unboxing. Anyway, um, but this one has been my favorite because it's spicy. It's like, it, but it's not like too spicy where you can't taste anything afterwards. It's just got that nice little kick. Right. Whereas no, like, no heartburn or anything. Yeah, no heartburn. And I am king of heart. I'm heartburn king right now. <laughs> um, but this one is quite nice. Like the Modelo Shalata. Yeah, it's good. It's got its place. But like this one's got a little extra little. Yeah. Turns it up, and it's like a, like a seven on the heat scale. You know, where that Modelo Shalata is like a solid five. Like it's not gonna burn your face off. But it's yeah, 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 it's got some flavors there. Um, I tell you yeah. what, I've been making my own shaladas lately. Oh, really? So you've really been getting into it? Re- yeah, I mean, big, big, getting into it. I made, I mean, essentially, eh, they're probably not shaladas so much as they're just fucking red beers, um, where I'll take yeah. like a good uh, Bloody Mary mix and uh, throw it in with a Modelo or just a light lager. Okay, it's okay, tasty. That sounds pretty good. Uh, yeah. I mean, I highly recommend if you have some uh, Bloody Mary mix and you want to like, you know, you don't want to do the whole vodka thing. You maybe yeah. don't have celery and a slab of bacon to put on there to really jazz it up, make you feel like you're in, in <laughs> South Austin on a Sunday afternoon. Welcome back, Frank. Yeah, welcome back, Frank. How are Thank you? Thank you. Perfect timing on that. The, 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 it was just, it was great. You've already said hello, by the way. Um, I did? Yeah, 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 you did. You did a really great job. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whoever stepped in and helped. Um, we, we, the listeners thought it was you the whole time. I, that's great. I really appreciate it. <laughs> how, how have you been? We're, we're, uh, Willem and I are talking Mexican import beers and shaladas and shalada life. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm good. So, Michelada, uh, that's like, there's a whole subculture in Mexico about Micheladas. Um, that I, I I'm sure Villain brought up the Netflix documentary where you don't remember this. Oh, well, it was one of Villain's recommended Netflix documentaries, 
where <clears throat> so it's this this documentary where they do deep dives on like regional foods and one of the first ones in the series is them going to Mexico and figuring out the michelada culture and it's like there's some places they put like jolly ranchers and gummy worms and micheladas and other places like there's this whole thing with micheladas down in Mexico where they they just try, I, I don't know if they try to make them as weird as possible but it seems pretty freaking weird um but Shit. yeah I've, I've i've always been fascinated by it but i've never i've never actually had a michelada i think it's because i always thought that it had clam juice in it i'm pretty sure this one does uh and i just if now, it has clam juice i'm allergic i'm just so, now figuring it out oh, yeah. because you see what's next to the old tomato on this can oh Damn. shit i didn't know yeah. that was like a thing i didn't yeah. know they use clam juice it's really so that's good. my that's my problem with micheladas. The reason I've never tried one is because of the clams. Here's what I'll say: it no, does, just clams. It's really weird. Like, it does I, not. I oh, clams only. It does not on here, like because shellfish in particular, like those are things that you have to disclose. You don't mess around with, yeah. And it's nowhere on this can. So I'm wondering if they figured out a way to make a like a just a flavor without using mm-hmm. clam juice. So it's funny, right? Like I didn't know This is also by the I way out, this is made in Fort Worth, by the way. Oh, fair. <laughs> it's fantastic. So I didn't know until I, you know, I guess did some research on it. You can be allergic to only one kind of shellfish because most people are like, "Oh yeah, you're allergic to shellfish." When I tell them clams and I'm like, "No, no." Be very real. I eat a lot of oysters. I enjoy mussels, but yeah, clams, you do. Okay, but clams, I can't. I can't do it. It's. I don't know why. It. It. It doesn't like. I don't get like asphyxiation from it, but it definitely. It like makes me red and warm and like you know it's, it's, it's kind of like a flushed allergic reaction to clams. So I don't eat clams. And that's the reason I've never really ordered a michelada because I know it has clam juice in it a lot of the time. Um, well, but if, it, if if you just make it with Bloody Mary mix, yeah, I mean, it's, try it's, it. I love Bloody Mary mix. A lot of people call it like red beer because you're just making basically making a light lager red in color. Yeah, um, it's tasty. Here's a fun fun like disclosure here. So the reason I even know about this beer now, and I've been on a bit of a kick lately is because I got pulled at work to do a quality control mm. on this beer uh, because we had a shipment that was unrefrigerated in like the really hot. Oh, so they're like, have one from every case. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> they pulled me in at like 8.30 in the morning on a Wednesday, and they're like, here, we need you to try 12 beers. Um, <laughs> and that was one of the 12. It was the last one I tried because I am allergic to piquine peppers. Mm. And some some brewers use pekin peppers to up the spice on their. Oh beers. yeah, for sure. Um, and the moment that those like pekin pepper like touches my mouth, it goes numb, like just yeah. completely numb and scary hot. Like my eyes will start watering. I'll it's a, it's an allergic reaction. So uh, this was the last beer that I tasted in the batch of like twelve, and I was like, I. 
you know, I told the guy who was testing with me, who was not a certified Cicerone or anything. He was literally there just like he had pulled the beers for me to taste. And I go, are you familiar with this beer? He goes, yeah, I love this beer. I go, cool. You're going to be our taste tester. <laughs> because I was like, cause we get to it and I pour it and my mouth goes numb. I'm SOL and we're going to rely on you to tell me whether it's literally good or not. Like beer, I am SOL. Yeah. And um, uh, so we tested it next to a control and the, the sample and it was good. Uh, but the control that we use is really fresh and my yeah. God, it was so fucking good at, you know, by that time in nine fifteen in the morning on a Wednesday, I was like this fucking rule on the way home. I stopped by and picked up two of them. Fucking best decision I've made in a long time. This is so good. So yeah. I think between, no, 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 this one doesn't know my mouth. It, I, it doesn't have picking pepper in it. It's fine. Ah. Um, but from that point, like two weeks ago till now, I may have had like this is probably my like tenth, eleventh <laughs> fucking soul shalata. So goddamn Holy good. Holy shit! This so, so good, and it's only three percent alcohol, three and a half percent alcohol by oh, volume. That's nice and refreshing. So, speaking of chili pekins, uh, I don't know that a lot of people know this, but they they grow wild. Like you don't need to really even do much. They don't require a ton of water. The chilies are so tiny that it's like it doesn't take the the the, the plant a lot of effort to fruit. Um, really good as well to use if you're if you're trying to make good salsa and you don't want to you know, whatever your, your garden isn't producing jalapenos well or you have trouble. The beans make great salsa, and you don't want yeah, Brian hanging around eating your salsa. Throw that in there. No, no, because it's really easy to adjust. Well, okay, because you're allergic to whatever the oil is in there that numbs your your palate. Sure, you're not going to be eating the salsa. But if you're looking to like hone in the heat of a salsa, they're actually really good to do that because they are very consistently hot throughout. It's not. It's not like a serrano pepper, which you can get. You know very nice and palatable serranos and then you can get some shit that tastes like you ate a habanero all right are you, this are you growing some right now frank no no frank's garden i don't know i think we disclosed that last everything's dead episode uh, i've pulled all of my vegetables because it was so hot so all i have left is rosemary in that that big planter box but i i am intending in the next two weeks to start a, a fall slash winter garden yeah, and uh, I may be leaning on you for uh, some more arid uh, flower bed options. As I don't know, uh, Frank stopped by my house on the way back down to Austin after this last uh, this last weekend, and I don't know if you fully took in what's happening to the front of my house, but everything has been baked on the front of my yeah. house. Like all the Indian hawthorn bushes that are supposed to be fucking hardy. They haven't stood a chance to these water restrictions. It's been, well, it's the water, and a lot of people forget the reflection off of those windows mm. is a huge, a huge part. Of, also, the uh, sun is very hot these days. Yes, but you, I've got a spot on my lawn that I have to overwater mm. for the grass to survive because of the amount of radiant reflection. heat that those windows throw. Yeah, I would agree, but all of them are dead equal amounts uh, across oh, okay. the well, front of my house. I got a third. I got to add a third voice here to this conversation. I have been allowing certain parts of my yard to grow nice and long. And yeah, 
to hang on to water in those areas mm -hmm. and keep that grass alive that way because it's uh it's kind of a mess like some of these areas flood and so the like grass i want to grow there like bermuda or whatever just doesn't survive there because it floods yeah. like when it rains and washes stuff. out and so you just get dirt there but then you get this like other more native grass that comes up and i'm like it's better than just like a fucking you know patch, patch of dirt yep <laughs> no totally totally agree and totally if you agree. Agree. So it keeps that that dirt wet so know? remember remember i'm gonna discuss this because you guys both flamed me for this last time when I think it was last year when I discussed my lawn habits. I said, I do not cut short in the summer yeah. because it's so hot. Mm -hmm. And while, yes, It'll you are correct, cutting, cutting short does help with disease and whatnot. Not when it's that fucking hot. Huh? <laughs> not with St. Augustine that you have. No. So when you cut, when you cut so short, when it's that hot, um, a, no disease is surviving that heat. Fungus isn't growing when it's 110 degrees outside. Mm. But B, um, <clears throat> you know, and I, I saw it all around this summer because everybody follows that advice. When it is hot, the worst thing you can do is cut short, literally. Like, yeah, I, I know. Just don't cut your grass if you want. I you know. I know. I know. I didn't roast you last year because I never cut my grass short in the summer. Because I, I got roasted equally. This was an equal opportunity roast session. No, because I was told because of disease, you cut short. Not for me. Uh, because, okay. uh, Willem, to your point, if you have a weed problem and you have a lot of healthy grass, don't yeah, cut. Don't cut. Don't cut your grass. Like yeah. let the grass choke out the weeds. Um, if you have really healthy Bermuda, they'll eventually. If you let it grow high enough. It'll choke out most weeds unless you have like crabgrass or fucking nuts edge in there. It'll like that'll that's invasive as shit. But a lot of a lot of weeds you can kill naturally by letting your grass grow and choke it out. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean I've been letting some of the weeds grow. Is that's fine. It's like cares. you know, it's just some of these areas. Like I I got this place that had been like unkempt. You know, so you kind of like have to just like yeah. There's a lot of great healthy grass here that, and it's really yeah. Cool. Uh, large part of the front yard actually is just like pretty damn good. But there's some areas where like I'm letting it just go native, and uh, it looks it honestly looks beautiful. I have to say, like I've, I'm I'm now on Reddit. I've joined fuck lawns <laughs> and no lawns or some shit like that. And uh, it's, yeah, it's all about like creating meadows and shit. I'm really into it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's the right way to do it. Um, I think if you're going to do it, you're better off slowly transitioning than bringing a fucking yard scraper and trying to start that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, my lawn is in the process of turning over. I had St. Augustine in the front. It naturally died because Frank, doesn't believe in lawn, so I don't spend money to run my sprinkler system in the right. summer. I hand water. I keep things alive to look good. But shit, I didn't pay for this in Augustine. Like, you know, sure, maybe my my house had a component of value because it was St. Augustine. I doubt anybody's gonna show up and be like, man, there's an extra 5k. 
those fucking um, oak trees in your yard yeah. made up any fucking lost that you're worth Saint way Aug- more than the yeah. St. Augustine that doesn't fucking deserve to grow down here. Yeah. So my front yard is pretty much fully converted. I have some St. Augustine left, but it's, it's pretty much all Bermuda because here it grows like wildfire. Um, and the backyard is starting to convert, but now I've got this big bold patch because a, it's where the dogs pee, but B, um, the St. Augustine likes shade, but also needs sun. And because of the oak trees and how big they've gotten and the leaves that they drop being acidic and whatnot, I, St. Augustine wasn't going to make it. So now I have to figure out what to do. And I've been on, you know, the R fuck lawns and no lawns and whatever. They have some really interesting ideas. I think some people just take it that one step, you know, I, I, I would venture to say too far because they try to do it all in one swoop. And I, I don't know, like, I'd like to see what it looks like first. Like, there's this dude, scraped his whole yard, and he's like, I'm going to plant clover. And everybody's like, yeah, let's go for it. And I'm like, if I'm anywhere near that dude's yard, you know, like, oh, thanks. Yeah, now nobody can step here because you're growing a meadow. A. B. It's if an invasive any- fucking plant. Yeah. It's like some of these playing. They're just like, oh, I love this idea. Scrape. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think the best way you can do it is just paying attention to what your yard's doing. You know? yep. Yeah. Okay. I keep battling. Like, especially when you're like, I, you're fighting fights in areas. You just be like, I keep yeah. fighting this fight. If I let it go, you know, or whatever. What's going to happen? And if I don't like it, I need to do whatever I was going to do anyways. Right. Or how can I make it work? You know, like, yeah. what can I do to make it actually be, like... And honestly, if way to go. I think some of these folks are in that battle and they don't really understand what they're fighting, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, some of them... It's just like are, what you do. <laughs> it's just yeah. what you do. Exactly. And, and okay, so let's say you put a meadow there. Granted, it's going to look good. Um, I, I don't think a lot of them understand that that meadow requires maintenance. So, like... In the winter, when things die in the meadow, you are supposed to either clear it out like the animals do, you know, or uh, what grows next year isn't going to grow as well as it did this year. You're just going to create a big burn pile in your backyard, essentially. So it's not no maintenance. And that's the part about those, you know, those subreddits that I'm like, yeah, you don't mow, but you also spend about two weekends a year total like complete days hours maintaining you know taking out it's like raking leaves and that's okay it's fine i understand you'd rather do two weekends a year than like two hours a week i agree i totally agree with it but they they oversell the vision of it and yeah it's much better for native flowers and bees and you know all of it totally agree with it but don't don't sell it as though you're getting rid of yard work. You are not doing that. Like, there's still stuff to do there. I can't wait for somebody like in my neighborhood where the yards are fucking tiny to be like, nah, I'm letting the meadow grow. Like my guy, you have an eight by 12 foot section of grass. You look like a dick 
right now. Well, look, not only that, if that's too much, you're quitting. Yeah, you fucking <laughs> this calm you're down. You're quitting online. Yeah, because like, oh, I don't want to mow between the, the houses. Dude, just fucking ask your neighbor if he can take a, two extra swipes and your yeah. shit's done too. Hey, like, <laughs> what are we doing? What yeah. the fuck is happening? Like, I haven't mowed. Full disclosure, and I know my neighbor who listens to this podcast, he's probably like, yeah, no shit, Brian. I haven't mowed in like fucking six weeks, I think. I want to hear from listeners about this. Like, what do you think about... Yeah, what do you you think? But like, to be... So, so if, if... I think there's a significant difference. We should word the question two ways. I what think, do you think if someone did it in their front yard versus their backyard? Because I think Brian's going to be severely different. Brian's saying, what are we doing? Saying, like, why aren't we all just mowing and doing, you know? No, what, that's not what Brian means. No, that's not what I mean. What Brian's saying is, like, if you have a lawn patch that is the size of, mm. I don't know, a generous master bathroom. Yeah, yeah. like, my and, legitimately, <laughs> villain. Why, why are you not mowing that and just maintaining? That is no work. Yeah, and it's it very little water. It's already a pretty worthless piece of dirt. Yeah. Oh, but you're starting with the premise that people who are, like, fuck lawns and da-da-da are like that because of the work. And it's not always. It's not always it's, like that. But no, here's. No, no, no. I, I don't think the. Pre- Hold on. Wait. Let me correct that. The premise is not that it's less work. What I'm saying is, is one of the sales points is that it's less work. Yes. But the premise, I, I would vehemently disagree that the premise is they want less work. Frank would buy into it for less work. Totally agree. Um, <laughs> but when it comes to the lawn versus non lawn, most of those people are like, uh, you know, I'm having trouble with weeds. I'd like to have something more native. Yeah, you know, this isn't sustainable. This isn't sustainable. Yeah, I, it, and a lot of the times, the pictures they post is an area of the lawn that gets no sun. Yeah, and grass cannot grow there. Like you, there is not a single grass out there that grows in With less that. than six hours of sun per day. They just don't. Okay. So now, now you're, you know. You're looking for solutions, and that's how they end up. And then some of them go crazy and convert the whole fucking yard. Uh, but yeah, no, I t- totally, totally agree with you. The premise is not to save time. That's, I think that's like one of the really good arguments is for the native uh, species. Like I think, I think it's the best argument. Cool native plants that we don't get to yeah. experience because of. Um, have, being a person who has grown up in a spot of Oklahoma that had many native plants surrounding a very luscious beautiful bermuda lawn there's some native plants that can fuck right off <laughs> like there are some native plants that need to be fucking called back because they are absolute disasters yeah, but that's the whole managed aspect of it. Well, yeah like, sure but i just want to make sure people understand that we're not talking like yeah no let those fucking what are they the gooseberry bushes that fucking will that deer eat, and they're the only animals that can eat the berries, and then everything else and that it touches not either only kills. That, they have thorns, yes, they? yeah, they have yeah. thorns that are fucking. They're like there's some that vary from hair like thorns to yeah. giant like three inch long like mesquite tree like thorns. Not keeping those around. No, those fucking generally universally can fuck off. Yeah. But like I'm talking like milkweed, fuck out of here. It's gross. It's disgusting. It's sticky as shit all the time. The stickers can go fuck off. Isn't all. milkweed a really good plant for uh, butterflies? It's Modern a good butterflies. plant. It's a good plant to keep away like uh, p- 
possums or some bullshit rodent. I don't know. Love them. They go. That's like what they migrate. Cool. 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 Find a spot where monarchs go that's not my fucking yard, and you can put milkweed plants yeah, all Yeah, and there's a lot of other things that they go to that exactly. you don't need they, to worry about the, the, you know, the delicacy of the dog's yeah. digestive system. Because the fucking, of the I'm going to be honest with you. If you've ever oh, touched... If you've ever... But deer. If you've, oh, well, that's a gooseberry. If you fucked yeah. with a milkweed plant... Milkweed, oh, milkweed is even worse. Milkweed is cum. It's just yeah. cum in a fucking leaf. No, but also if it gets on your arm and you it don't just, get it off quick enough, it, it, it like it's burns your yeah, yeah, no, it's milkweed's terrible. Yeah, but it's one of those native like when when I hear people because I've gone through the fuck yards theories. I yeah, that's it. I fucking I am in the minority in this group and I admit it, that's fine, but I also have a yard that supports this. I like the way a fucking like a Bermuda lawn looks and feels like I like stepping on it. It's fucking great. It looks amazing to me. It to me is like a house plant that you take care of. Like I love taking care of a Bermuda lawn, but it's also native to Texas. It's native to Texas, but also like my lawn is manageable to do that. Mm -hmm. I don't have acres and acres of side yard that I'm manicuring like this. No, I have like 2,500 square feet max that I am taking care of. And Brian, you are not the problem. I know I'm not, but I feel like sometimes when we convert that front garden, it is going to attract all of the monarchs and all of the bees because that stuff's important. And then you can have your lawn. Well, I do. It's going to be difficult because I do spray for bees. Um, So (laughs) because they're attracted to the holly bushes that I have outside bees and wasps, mainly wasps. Don't kill bees and wasps. Oh, uh, no, I fuck, well, I, fuck wasps. Dude, I'm literally, I'm sitting directly underneath a wasp nest right outside my office window. Uh, good for you. You want me to come take care of that? All I do with the wasp nests, if they're in my patio patio, is I knock those down. They can build Yeah, better. yeah, I'll get them out of places. Like one was nesting they can by build yeah, uh, somewhere else, but uh, I'm not. I'm not spraying them. Real quick, uh, yeah, that's the only by my uh, tool chest or my, or my tools, and I was like, yeah, no, I need to. It was starting to get aggressive. Like, yeah, I would go for my tools, and they would try to run me off. Yeah, like, yeah. Y- y'all are describing. I don't have a space that is far enough away from my living space where the wasps can go. No, everything that I have in my space is my living space. Like, I don't yeah. have a tree out back that they can go where my family doesn't go. No. I've got a fucking window that I have to walk by all the time. Uh, Like they like to build in my master bathroom window. They do the next where it's dark. Fuck that because I have to walk right by there to get into my backyard. That's where my gate is to the backyard. So they get sprayed every year. The entryway. I have a really tall, like 15 foot entryway arch. They go there for sure. They go there because it's hot because it's the, Mm -hmm. it's brick on the outside faces West. So it stays warm all night and all day. So they build up there. I have to fucking spray there. And then the holly bushes in the front yard. They just goddamn, ooh, ooh, love me some holly bushes, which are right outside my daughter's window and right outside my wife's like driver's side door. It's a problem. So, yeah, now fuck, fuck wasps, fuck bees. You no, know, I may have uh, had more run-ins, but I, it's been so fucking hot. I haven't been outside, so it's like not been a problem. Also either. true, like... I, I again, it's been so hot. That's the reason I haven't mowed in so long because everything Same. is either burnt to shit 
or like I haven't been able, like it hasn't gotten enough water because I'm only able to water twice a week for only 30 minutes. Yeah. Like we have been get, catching some breaks though up here though. Like I was able to get some yard work done this weekend, which was great. Yep. Let me know what that's like. Uh, I'm going to transition slightly, okay, to a little brag moment, but also to let y'all know what I'm going through at this point in my life. That's what this group is. It's about sharing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter started soccer last week. Yeah, how did that go? Got her. Fir- she's got her first game coming up this Saturday after – Two practices, one of which hasn't happened yet. So uh, uh, she's a combination of uh, Lionel Messi and somewhere between Lionel Messi and Brian. Um, I'll let you figure out which she's going to lean more toward. Okay, but here's the deal: I <clears throat> I'm a big Nike man myself, regardless of the fact that I, I do like a good Under Armour like oh, yeah, no, shirt. Shirts Under Armour beats everybody. It does. That. Uh, I'm a big Nike man myself, but we had to kid her out with some Adidas soccer gear because the man, the myth, the legend, the goat rocks Adidas. So set her up for greatness here. Um, she, in her words, looks super cute. And that's to her all that matters. Like she's out running sprints and she comes back for a water break. Did you see how good I looked out there? It's not really the point, sweetie. Really love you, but really got to focus on like, you know, dribbling and stuff. So I might have a goddamn aneurysm over the next 72 hours. Okay, so she was so excited about the kit, she didn't care about the game? Well, we haven't had a game yet. She is. No, she didn't care about practice. She didn't care about practice. Her exact quote was after practice, she goes, the coach is mean, he made me do stuff. I was like, goddamn, you just defined a coach. Um, also, he the made me do stuff? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was kind of coaching the, his butt. The coach... <laughs> Was awesome. He was like, I was, he was a, he's a good, so much patience at that age. It's incredible. Like, yeah. Because you, you might have four people doing the right drill and you've got to be like, oh, good job, Jimmy, John, Jason, whatever. And then you're like, what are y'all doing? Real quick, real quick. The, the quote unquote whoosh, 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 right drill is just not kicking the ball into the parking lot because that's what everybody <laughs> else is doing. Uh, it was, it's just. I cannot believe amazing. Those people are angels. Like, I, I, yeah. Coaching that age. Yeah, no. Let's raise one up for fucking under six yeah. soccer Cause coaches. Because any 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 Jesus league Christ. that's that young. Like, I was watching. Man, I was watching kickball the other day with my my nephew. It's so. There's a video out there which probably everybody have seen has seen that by now. Like the the the, the kids doing t-ball, and you see this kid hit the ball. And he runs towards third base. Uh-huh. And everybody starts running across bases while the ball is being thrown to the wrong base. There's no, like, the only force out is at first base. Everybody said the force, like, force out is at first. You hear the coaches like, no, go to first. Meanwhile, this kid's running from home to third to second mm-hmm. to first. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I can I can only imagine the amount of patience you pretty much just have to be like, yeah, fuck it, we're just here for the fun, aren't we? Like yeah. legit here for the fun. And yeah. if you're not, you're an idiot. Yeah, you're not in the right there's, place. There's no one at that age that you're like, okay, <clears throat> we got ourselves a you know, that's that's our five hole hitter. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. You're just like, no one, absolutely no one. You just find the but kid. Anybody can lose their mind at any given time. Oh, and that's the other thing. Like I am, I'm glad that she's picked soccer to be her sport for right now. Because I know shit about soccer. Like we've discussed in here, I love watching soccer. That's there for fuckers. Not as fuck right now, Brian. But like, I, whoa, as whoa, far whoa, whoa, whoa. we don't talk about soccer that way. <laughs> it's like everyone's kids; they're playing soccer. These well, days. it's because it's fucking low contact. It so, is. Still, it's, there's still some. Con- it's a great sport. I'm, I love it. It's like, fucking I, dope. Uh, but all that to say, I don't know shit about like how, what to do, like coaching wise and strategy wise specifically with fucking kids who barely know how to run in a straight line. Yeah, so can you guys play the three, three, four formation for us. I, yeah. Like coach put her in like, you're a sweeper. I was like, the fuck is a sweeper? What are we doing here? <laughs> this is not a goddamn central defensive midfield. Like what the fuck is that? Like my wife is looking at me like, what is that? I'm like, I have fucking no idea. Like, I, the pivot. What's the pivot? Yeah. I was like, I think really what we're, what we're deciding is she can dribble. And that's above a lot of kids. Uh, she doesn't it have. Is, that is actually the most important thing at her age. She does like she might not be able to shoot with a lot of strength, but she can keep the ball away from people long enough to pass it, which is is pretty important. Yep. So like it just y'all uh, well, Saturday from eleven to three for the next I think ten weeks. Soccer dad, Brian, baby. Brian, we're expecting content. Do you know what it's going to be tough to? It's going to be tough to drill up content at a kid's soccer match. No, I'm just gonna, no. What I'm saying is, is we need. Oh, for the cast, you wouldn't imagine what happened at this game. Oh yeah. Oh because oh. The were, amount of the amount of own goals you're going to see. I'm I'm going to keep a, a count of handballs in the first match, and it's going to be astronomical. <laughs> You'll see the amount of kids that are just happy to be there, oh. right? So they run with the ball; they never touch. They like they run, cheering they on the other team. The <laughs> they should be trying to take the ball, but they just run with. They're just happy as fuck to be there. You know, my yeah. daughter asked me as soon as we're done with the first practice. She goes, "Dad, you know what's up?" She goes, "Her team, by the way, you'll ne- never guess the team name. You won't. You, you just won't. So I'll tell you right now, the little monsters. Okay." <laughs> The coach gets to say, get over here, little monsters. Yeah, which, like, <clears throat> dope. Creative, passive-aggressive, perfect. Oh, you think that's creative, my guy. The team, the under-16 that took the field after us. They just call them the little shits. <laughs> Laser sharks. <laughs> they're, they're U16, and they, they name themselves that? No, under-6. Six. Under-6 six oh, team. Okay, fair. Sorry. Great name, under-6. I thought you said under-16. Under yeah, no. I'd be real embarrassed to go, who do you play for? <laughs> the laser sharks. Actually, I mean, come on, man. It's pretty fucking badass. In some capacity, this group would find a way to make that cool as shit. Yeah. But the average human showing up to school in a laser sharks <laughs> shirt. Like, well, dude, are you part of the new e-gaming community? Frank, <laughs> like, Frank I, I, I forgot to tell you, uh, No Real Left Behind has joined a new flag football team league here in Dallas. Uh, we're going to be the Laser Blue Bulls. <laughs> it's going to be sick. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I was going to be called. I, I was thinking more like we could be the Fire Eyes. You know, nah, 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 not as much. Uh, what about the Milkweeds? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> And then it's like a double round. Fact check, Brian. Well, okay. I realized that's not. I've we called a milk. Hold on. Wait, 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 
wait, wait. Before let's talk, let's talk about the slide fact check. Milkweed support the caterpillar. Okay. Now, granted, milkweed grows wild all over the state of Texas. I don't need to have them in my backyard. Um, but what 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 monarch butterflies have trouble with is post hatching finding spots to land for sustenance that's why you have your butterfly bushes that also support the bees yeah, but they lay eggs when they land so that they're yes yeah, so, you know and then if the milkweed isn't quite here but it's in my neighbor's fucking pasture then maybe just hurry your ass on over there because yeah, okay, you're the only person in your neighbor that has a pasture <laughs> true i'm just saying for me personally i feel no guilt um, <laughs> oh, I'm not, none of this. Why do any time we talk about it's always like about guilt first? That was just a joke. Um, uh, also, I guess I don't know what the fuck milkweed is because I've always called what I no, saw you're talking milkweed. about milk thistle. No, it's not milk thistle either because I looked that up too. No. <laughs> it's not it. I it's I, I did my fat, I was doing my own fat, I was. Using my own sources, right. doing my own they, research they, a second ago. Milkweed has it, they make really nice flowers. Um, they just spread like fucking wildfire. Though. Like anyway, you cannot stop them once you have them. So this is the question that my daughter posed to me as soon as we left the soccer ma- the soccer practice. She's like, "Dad, what is a soccer ball? What's more, fail? what's more dangerous, or what what would win in a fight?" A little monster or a jaguar? I was like, "Why are you? What? Where did a jaguar come from?" Also, She's what like, "It's a little monster. A jaguar is real." <laughs> yeah. Well, I go. Well, first off, we're talking about something that is a known entity versus something that is a wild card. So the little monster could defeat a little monster. Little monster could kick the shit out of any known creature. So just take that into account. Like yeah. for real, you believe it, it can happen. Yeah. And she goes, "Oh." Okay, I go, why do you ask about a jaguar? She's like, I think that's who we play next week. And jaguars are scary. I go, you're a fucking monster. Like, it's in the name. Like, you could do anything to that jaguar. That is fantastic. She's like, like, she's sitting in the backseat with her arms crossed like, yeah, little monsters can do anything. I was like, fuck yeah, we just glass half fold this thing. We're going to fucking. She was scared about the team name. Yeah, she was worried about the team name. We're not worried about the fact that. We're not worried about the fact that one of her kids is named fucking Hawk, okay? Which I'm concerned with. Like, (laughs) you have a fucking kid. What? What are we doing? (laughs) Anyway. He's built to play football. (laughs) I. His. His dad's built like a thumb, so I, I assume Sorry. He's, he's named to play football. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that he's what whether or not he's built for it yet to be determined. Yeah, yeah, that's funny, dude. Like kids' sports are hilarious. Uh, they are be a fucking new chapter. Great, they, because they uh, they just run after the ball. Everyone just goes after the ball at first, <laughs> but then as you as you watch over the years. You see them slowly start to like figure the game out. The positions, it's really cool to see. And you know, it's it's like the philosophy in teaching soccer and teaching rugby worldwide, outside of the U.S. I've never seen it like taught here, but you you have to focus on passing and ball handling. Like that's. 99% 99% of both of those games. All the other rules really don't matter until you get to an age where everybody can do the basics. So because the rules don't really matter in these age groups, 
it's like watching comedy take place like oh. shit that would be illegal you're like no nope, not illegal here <laughs> that was a good pass. we're gonna let it go hey, you know, listen, like it no one's crying so we're good everybody's yeah. not matter um and it's fantastic and it's the right way to teach the kids the game right like it's nothing like you don't know what an offsides line is like you don't know <laughs> that kid even though he's so far ahead you know if you can get the ball to him congratulations you yeah know, like, yeah there's that, one great player who's probably is a head and shoulders above like better than everybody else exactly. on the field good luck, good luck trusting him to get the ball in goal <laughs> yeah even if the pass is perfect you know like <laughs> there's such they're at such an even level of understanding of what yeah. they're doing Honestly, the only thing you need to make sure is they don't beat the shit out of each other oh. and they can play 30 minutes of a game that they might enjoy. And, you know, whoever realizes which goal is theirs. Because, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, Brian, I am not kidding you. If you don't see one or two own goals this uh, this weekend, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> I, I went I have gone to two youth soccer games and I have seen own goals in each each uh, each one. Uh, so I can't I can't wait. There's always some kid that jogs out there and they're like, I got this. And then <laughs> nope. Just and everybody's like, no, the other way. And they're like blasted by what's going on. Blasted <laughs> by their best friend Eric who's wearing the same color jersey as them in the fucking goal. They're like, got him. So, well so great. And then especially this early on. Like later on on in the season I would I, I, definitely I would expect, you know, fewer all right. This nah. early, they've done one training and they're about to do another, dude. And I know that some of these kids, this is the first time they've even seen a soccer ball. Which I'm right. like, great, this is gonna you're be awesome. Funniest, you're gonna love it, dude. It's <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. It's Philip. Do you remember at Big Willow when we would go watch like T ball or Coach Pitch? Like in between yeah. your games, you would go to the younger kids' fields. This is all Little League Baseball. The best. Like, you watch these kids just, like, kind of not know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the yeah, most watched, entertaining shit ever. I watched my uh, wife's kid, uh, nibblings, as they say, or, you know, nieces and nephews growing up, like, since they were, like, three and whatever, playing soccer. You know, <laughs> I saw, like, cause they all just, like, and that's what I'm saying. Soccer is huge right now. Every yeah. year I know they're like into soccer. But anyway, I remember just watching them like when they were really tiny. And it's just like this little mob running around the ball, you know, like just chasing it wherever it goes. And then you like don't go for a while. And then maybe like a few months later, you go and like a few kids are starting to stand back a little bit, you know, like yeah. for the ball. They're kind of like figuring out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And before long, you're just kind of like, holy shit. Like they just, they almost just like self organize. They just need a little time to play the game and remember what the objectives are, you know? Yep. And that's what, like, honestly, that is the, uh, that's the goal for uh, enrolling our kid in, in sports is to give her the opportunity to do that where I never had that opportunity. It was always like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, well, I'm in T-ball, so I don't really know. Oh, you're going to tell me in explicit terms what the fuck I should be doing. Sure, right? Love that. All right, taking notes, taking notes, taking notes. All right. So, <laughs> like, and, like, when you say, like, I, I wanted so bad to have that experience of playing Little League sports and, like, figuring shit out and just having fun. 
but I was telling my wife like the most fun, like the first time I ever had fun playing baseball was in college playing Sandlot like pickup baseball on Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings. Beyond that, it was hyper competitive all the time and it got to be not fun real fucking quick. And like I had the opportunity to play in the Little League World Series. It's fucking Ooh. great. It was awesome. Pressure, but like do what? No, the pressure probably sucked. Well, yeah, and it wasn't pressure from like the fans. No, it was pressure from coaches and mm-hmm. like like it's fucked up. Like just let me goddamn have fun. Let me got like, yeah, let, let me mess that. up in a play in a in a space where I can mess up on my own terms and I don't get yelled at for the next fucking three and it months. Will never affect me. Yeah. Never. Like the amount of kids participating right now in the Little League World Series, if there's one of them that makes it to the majors, a miracle. Incredible. Yep. Yeah. So just let them play. Who the fuck care? It's like kids sports, man. It's I went to Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Go ahead. No, what I was what I was saying is, is I went to uh, my niece's kickball game, and there's this coach who I understand the need for you know coaching to be to some extent like strict, right? Yeah. Like there's we're a team here, we play for each other, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But <clears throat> this coach. Like she started, and in kickball, there there are some really odd rules in kickball which don't apply in most other, you know, baseball, softball, yeah. any of those types of. You sports. can hit a runner with a ball. <laughs> you can do that, and you can also like they consider the infield everything up to the grass, even though like the grass in baseball isn't the outfield until you get. You know, where a player a reasonable plays. distance away from yeah. the infield, right? Like, if a shortstop is standing on the grass in the outfield, you're not going to say he's in the outfield. No, he's right? just like, playing deep. You know, he's playing deep shortstop. So this lady, like, her team was getting their ass beat. I think they were up seven to one at this point, and she kept being annoyed. But then finally, she walked over to the coach and she was like you have too many players in the infield. And she was like, yeah, they should be standing on the grass. And I was like, lady, fuck out of really? Here. Like they're, they're playing. I mean, it's virtually the difference between, you know, if you're in a parking spot and touching the white line versus being on the white line, that's, that's like the fucking like, you know, distance that she was complaining about. <laughs> and having never, you know, been to these games, I was like, I asked my sister, I was like, is this lady serious? And she was like, yeah, no, this is what she does. She disrupts the games because of technicalities in the rule. She, like, she I wonder keeps, if she's on the spectrum. She keeps major league type statistics. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. definitely. The spectrum. Holy Everybody they here's play the, like here's the issue that I will say with that villain because I agree. Like I've I've been very uh, more aware in the last year, especially about people, specifically adults around our age range who may not have been exposed to proper testing, and uh, like people who exhibit behaviors that you're like, mm, okay, we're somewhere on the autism spectrum here. 
This lady uh, is a very different type of person. I'm going to go ahead and step out on a limb and to venture, I guess, here. She is, uh, just picture with me, if you will. It's a dark, dark line, okay? Um, two bright semicircles on either half of this dark line. And Got right it. in the middle, probably the bottom third of this dark line, is this, like, like little bitty tiny darker whole, like circle, okay? And in that circle, there are like little lines, striations coming off of that circle, okay? Some would say it looks like a balloon knot. This lady is an asshole. That's what she is. Like, fuck you. Like, get out of here keeping Major League Stat scorebook. Like, my, she's an asshole. It's, it's, it's that part, and then, you know, after okay. the game, there's a discussion that, like, this, she's... Okay, the, the worst kind of people are those that do this stuff and then afterwards they're like, oh, well, good game, you know, whatever. They're all hunky-dory. Because you're like, man, you just, you just like literally derailed this whole enjoyment for everybody. Yep. And, you know, everybody just needs to be okay with that. that that's what happened at a... 10 year old kickball game like i i honestly couldn't believe it i was like what the hell is going on right now this lady is going full freaking like i don't know pete rose who's, who's that tony Larusa on the bit like well like pete rose so angry that these children are not standing on grass that, <laughs> like that was the argument it was like oh you have too many people standing on the dirt Pete, Pete Rose she, always said like he was he was so he was so competitive that like people would call him a cheater when in fact he was reading and, and researching rules and figuring out how to skirt those rules to improve his like competitive edge. So who sorry, who was this? Pete Rose. Like, oh yeah, Pete Rose. Yeah, so a professional baseball player. I mean, I'm just saying what in but the like case of what you're talking about here, you just would need to like go kindly talk to this woman and be like, it would never work. It would never work. That's not what this is about. It would never work because what that, happened? that for, for her, she'll never back down. That personality is that, that like, there's a, like that's competition. That's competition in fucking in person. And like, mm-hmm. cool. You can be that competitive, but there has to be a fucking give and take somewhere along the but way. You think, you think she is just that competitive. Yes. And there's nothing else about her that makes her this way. She's, uh, she's like, competitive and she's a fucking rule. She's a rule follower. And like, like cool. To an extreme degree. Yeah. And like, yeah. I, I, cause I'm a person, I'm a rule follower. Like if you set out, if we set out a competition, we set out to play a game and we're playing and you fucking change rules halfway through and you decide to only follow certain rules, but not all the rules. I have yep. a fucking problem with it. Now, I'm also the type of person that, like, if it's just me, I, it's a different reaction than if it's me leading a team of other people because who fucking cares at that point? But if it's you and me and we're fucking playing and you change rules, I'm going to have a problem. Like, we're going to we're have an issue. You're not, you're gonna, okay, so let's quickly wrap this up. Sure. So you're not going to have a problem if the rules are... Um, if it doesn't okay. affect the outcome it, of the fucking of the the game at hand, nah, I don't give a fuck. Sure, but if you're also talking about ten year olds playing a game, that's what, I don't give a fuck. Like, what are we doing? Uh, a rule, a rule enforcer. No, 
Fuck. No, at that at that age, you understand. Sympathizes with that part of that woman. Okay, fair enough. That's that's what I was getting at. How she's feeling about rules. Yeah, I get that. Um, I think within context, rules matter. I think when you're playing playing kickball, which there's literally no future in that game. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! A ten-year-old little league baseball, even I would suggest, uh, is not worth it. If we're talking about varsity tennis and, you know, you're at a regional tournament at that point, you know, a, the kid should probably be in some type of developmental league for tennis. Otherwise he's not going to go pro. So even that, like I find very little justification in kids sports, no matter the age, even high school football, et cetera. Right. For people to go so crazy about refereeing about these are all volunteers I you think know, it would it go like all, I like just just chill just let them have fun there is not a possibility that the odds of someone from your high school makes it pro in most anything yeah yeah the like, odds of that is like 1% so just chill just enjoy it uh, <laughs> I mean that that I don't think do you think she's motivated by that though or do you think she's just like a real stickler and doesn't know that it's inappropriate. What are you? What are you motivated by? Are you motivated? Uh, you're motivated by trophies on the wall for your. Or are you like, motivated by? People. You could also be motivated by making other people miserable. In which Some case, people, or asshole. like order. Some people are motivated by order, for instance, and they're like, "No, that's not how this is supposed to be." You know, I, the, that's where I'm saying you you get into certain things where it's like. But if, if the coach okay, so I'll tell you, and I, I think you guys will agree. If the coach already disagree, my kid is not right. <laughs> kidding. I'm I sorry. would, I would seek to get them fired in some capacity. Like I, I would definitely have a conversation with them. It's ridiculous. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I would definitely have a conversation with them afterwards and be like, "Hey, yeah. listen." This is coming off not as you see. Like, it's not coming off like the way you think it is. These kids don't give a shit. Like, let them play the game. And if they lose, they lose. It's not going to be because someone is 10 inches inside the fucking grass. Do you see them catch? Yeah. Are you seeing what's happening on this field right now? Like, 10 inches. Scoreboard. Score. (laughs) You just yell that at them. Uh, But, like, I'm sorry. Like, adults. Adults enforcing rules at that age is ridiculous. In that scenario, the if the fucking if they're enforcing rules on a goddamn airplane during a goddamn emergency evacuation, cool, wonderful. That lady is in charge of fucking getting people off the plane. But like, what the fuck are we doing? Just supervising kids running around bases yeah. if they touch a ball with their foot. Yeah. Honestly, because I'm sorry. The of base hits that you see in kickball that tons don't go outside of, I don't know the freaking perimeter. I mean, what, it would be a bunt in baseball. It yeah. would be a bunt. But here's uh, the deal all the time. Here's all what I would time. say. Here's what I would say. The 18 kids who are actively playing right now, are they within eyesight of their parents and or you, the oh, no, coach? Dude, if yes, the then we're here's all winning. I, as long as nobody gets fucking kidnapped off this field, Solid work all around, everybody. So, so you're correct, but the problem here is the Austin Kickball League up in the the wealthier area of town is a huge deal. 
Oh, d- like, do, uh, where, it's, it's, where, it's, where, 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 where do I live and where do I work? Like I fucking got the Highland Park parents. Okay, fair enough. They probably have next to me. Like oh, nuts this too. fucking, they're playing <laughs> so, lacrosse and field hockey at goddamn seven years old. It's goddamn. It's good times. They're all just you know looking for the Ivy League education, the easy right? way in. And I, I, it's okay when when Harvard joins the Ivy Leagues of kickball. <laughs> I will understand the passion that you have. But where are these kids going? <laughs> like I don't, I don't understand how you well, can be this passionate about a sport that is like it's well, fun when ESPN. It's, fun, it's fake baseball. Like and baseball <laughs> isn't even that interesting. Like, when ESPN eleven the Onsay fucking launches, <laughs> all right. We then we've got professional kickball yeah, coming yeah, through. It, 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 yeah, so that that's that's the kickball league. But it, it, I think it's it's funny because you're you're talking about expectations, and I I really want to know because I I. I have been very vocal, and I think you have as well, Brian. Willem has been very vocal. Um, and we're all in different situations. But this student loan thing that came through today. Oh, fucking Christ. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah, I, I don't, 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 don't want to – hold on. Wait, wait. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't negate the victory, okay? It helps people, and it helps a lot of people. I'm devoting 23 seconds to this victory speech. Go. But we sh- we should also we should also discuss how vastly different the result was versus what was actively discussed, and you know whether or not you consider a campaign platform a promise, it's at least a starting point uh, towards some result. And and uh, I I th- I think I can see. I'm very happy that some people are celebrating, but I'm also very frustrated for those who expected more. Well, I'm I'm frustrated for those people who are celebrating only out of the fact that $10,000, like I'm hoping that $10,000 makes a huge difference to some people. I really it am. It, no, I don't think it's a hope. It does for a lot of people. Like, and that people can yeah. take genuine advantage of it. Do it. Go. Yeah. Pay your shit all, like help. Like whatever help you. Well, like, you're not getting you. checked. Yeah, right. You're not getting a check. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like student loan department and being like, this person, 10 grand, that person. Yeah. They're using your last year's adjusted gross income. uh, They're also using how your student loan was acquired. Well, yes, but you get at least 10. Not everybody. Well, Uh, are you using private loans? Which is what my wife uh, had to take out for for her loan. Uh, And it wouldn't have been had she not refinanced it at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, Upon refinancing. Yeah, because of SoFi. Yep. So, uh, and then she was like, okay, well, let me look into teaching at a Title I school because she's taught at a Title I school for over a decade. Doesn't doesn't qualify. So, because like that, the stipulation put on that uh, repayment program is done like retroactively for when you like your income or your household income for when you took the loan out. Uh, it's Which not would have been zero. Well, no, it, because she was a dependent on her parents at the time. Um, yeah, it's like so long ago. That yeah. is, and that's bullshit. Because it, 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 I have stingy parents or whatever. Yep, it doesn't doesn't matter. Like you never like. We talked about in y'all's situation, 
there are times when you had money and there was no money. And that was yeah. that it could have easily been one of those times. Uh, yeah, yeah. but you know, uh, that's where we're sitting. Uh, so that whole student loan, like even forgiveness of $10,000 doesn't exist for us. Uh, yeah. and it's not because we make too much money cause God knows that's not the fucking case. Uh, but at the same time, like it, it sucks. You, and I want to say also, and this is what I wanted to say when you, when you brought this up, Frank, we did not vote for Joe Biden based on this. That was not why we like, that's not what got, there was a lot more at stake. There was a lot. Yeah. I want to admit that straight away. And like, you can't forget that when you go into accountable, it is important to hold people accountable. That's what I was going to say. It's, 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 it's worth mentioning that that's not the sole reason, but you fucking said it, man. You said it, and I know that a lot of people may have voted for you specifically for that reason, and you have fucked yourself, and you have fucked the party that you represent, yeah. like very much so. And like it's, and it's not like I'll fucking never vote for a goddamn Democrat again. It's John, Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis from here on out. That's not it either, but. Like, I am not a fucking idiot. I understand what you've done to people. Like, and I don't blame people. Like, I can't blame people for saying, go fuck yourself the next go around. It sucks. Yeah, I mean, so I, I don't want to even say that. Like, I think I understand people's frustrations. I think um, there are a lot of people still behind the overall cause. And battles are, you know, not won at the first encounter. So... This was our first attempt. Um, Let me. Sorry, there is a little bit of virtue here too. Like I understand frustration. Frustration is day one, but I think we need to also think about, um, in some capacity, an executive order just eliminated two hundred million dollars worth of student loan debt. You can't. Yeah, you can't. It's nothing. Sorry, two hundred billion, not two hundred million. Two hundred billion. And like, I, I want to. That's nothing to you know scoff at, but it's also just the start. Like, I, I I am very much in this for the long run of the discussion. And to your point, that you know specific case where you're like, okay, I have private student loans, but I'm a teacher. Why can't that be forgiven? Right. And like, um, I, I want to. It's bullshit. It's like, okay, the government, while people's financial situation might be that I had to go the private loan route because my parents made too money for the federal loan route, it's still, it's still sponsored. Yeah. Even by then, I, I had a scenario, I had scenarios like I could only get so much for federal, but the next year of my schooling was going to cost this much yep. and to make up that gap. Like I got yeah. my own, you know, private shit that I have yeah, to pay. Own, yeah. That shit is predatory. It's fucked. You, it's a very unsolicited. And then you, the Bursar's office would go like, "Oh yeah, Chase is doing this deal, and Discover is doing this deal." And you're in the you're in a, a scenario. It's not like that anymore because private loans are essentially non-existent. But it used to be the way that you funded an education in this country, and people need to know that. Like the federal loan program, as, it was it was like suicide career wise not to go to college. Not to that's what it. I was going to say. Go like you went to college. That's how they marketed it. That's what I was going to say. You're in a position where you're already the ball's rolling. If you stop 
for any reason, the likelihood of you picking it back up and successfully completing zero. what you're doing is little to none. No, no, it was zero. Back then, the stats literally suggested, and still do today. Well, and it definitely depends on what... you out before your third year, you were never going to finish college. And it also depends on what your major is, because there are some majors Man. that that vary. But yes, you're correct. The, the majors y'all did? Fuck yeah. Yeah, you're not coming back from that shit. You're not coming back from a gap year to complete a fucking computer science degree? Fuck out of here. And, and let's just be real here, because Villain remembers this. Frank took a half a year off to make money to be able to afford living expenses for the next year. It what it happened to be an internship that helped me, but that's difficult. Like you expect to graduate. You're rolling the dice. You have to now take time off and then you have to figure out the whole which gas station clears <laughs> settles funds at which time so yeah. you have you know money in your bank account for food I, while you're driving back and forth and then you at some point figured out that oh by the way you can tailgate cars through toll booths I, I, and not get the picture taken <laughs> i want to i want to just clarify what i said they just get charged more by the way they get charged as like a four axle vehicle what? you just have to be really close it's very scary but you can do it what I was what I was mentioning is uh like I I want to clarify what I said like I don't justify fucking not voting for someone because your your loan didn't get paid off. However, I do I do see you being very very skeptical for when someone yeah. tells you they're going to do something and how a younger generation who is you know rightfully not had to live through some shit or see some shit like just the lived experiences that you have puts you into that agnostic, like, I don't give a fuck what happens in the next election. Like, I can't blame a group of people for thinking that if this is their lived experience, you know? That's that's what I meant by, like, I don't blame people for not voting f- for the fucking smart party. That's more of what yeah. it is. Because you, like, if, you gotta admit, if this is your first go-around and you've been fucking burned, fuck you gonna do? I think I think the thing that that is the most frustrating to focus. Sorry, real quick. Is Willem smoking a high, like a hypodermic needle? I think he is. I don't know. Oh, that is a very, very thin pen. Yeah. You you can see my concern, right? Yeah, it's because you're so far back and we can't hear you say that. Yeah, yeah, no, you're you're smoking a a pen. You're smoking a needle. Yeah. Okay, one second. I'll finish my thought. Wait, are we supposed to wait for him to finish this? I'm so confused by his directions. Philem, do you know what he's talking about? He's giving hand signals. He's busy delivering a thought outside of the podcast. Does he know that he has to talk into the microphone? <laughs> I mean, I know we've been doing this for almost six years now, but six years? I, I just want to say six years. student loans are predatory, were predatory. For sure. Uh, and... There's just no question about it. Like, but the people who oppose student loan, like forgiveness or assistance, don't understand. Like, they they talk about them as if it's like a normal loan, you know, like it's as a, if I took out a mortgage and now I don't want to pay my mortgage. That, yeah, that's it. That's and it. Like, the truth is that if it was the same as a mortgage, then I sh- I could have taken out a mortgage at that time. But I couldn't. No one would give me a mortgage, but they would give me a mortgage-sized loan on an education. That would then pay off. And I'm young as fuck. It's like 
it's like the kid who goes to Vietnam, but like way less like life and death. You know, it's like you don't really know what you're signing up for, but like you're told it's the right thing to do. So you just kind of do it. And then you find out later what really this was all about. And the more you learn, the more disgusted you are about what was basically done unto you. I think. Sorry. No. So I, I agree with that. Um, I think the thing that we have to be very careful of is the the empathy with with that discussion because of what happened during the 2008 housing crisis, which is when most of these loans also got issued, by the way. Um, the empathy is not super high with older generations because they were sold a river of goods and they didn't get a bailout. Yeah. Now I, 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 I see it slightly different because a lot of them kept paying the mortgage and ended up just fine. Well, there a lot of them also no, were put in a situation where minimum wage could pay a mortgage, which we, no, it's no, a no. life I mean, we've never lived. Not the case. 2008, oh, no, no, I thought you were talking about the rate mortgages that yeah. had, you know, stupidly low rates that ended up adjusting and fucking a lot of them by way of they just had to pay it. So I understand the frustration that many of them would have with, you know, oh, you're forgiving this loan. I have a couple of things about that. Um, There is no increasing, you know, value in a college education when it comes to the debt that you hold. So I can't go and sell an asset to you know recover the cost or lessen the burden of my student loan i can't so what i am stuck with have you heard of only fans is <laughs> what i'm stuck with is a debt that is attached to me like you know a a a uh, man and i had the word and i fucking lost it and i'm very angry at myself what is it when 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 you've got something that is uh you know it's it's a mutually beneficial relationship a symbiotic relationship symbiotic yeah so i've got the symbiotic relationship with my loan and unfortunately because of the predatory lending standards that were in place at that point uh it is no longer symbiotic right. so i'm i'm stuck with a leech that in the beginning was sold to me as something that would you know, you make more money, you can pay the loan, you know, that's how it's sold. And because you have the education, we're going to be fine. And at some point that disconnect happened and it was, it really wasn't once people got jobs, it was when they were still in college Um, and they were collecting all this interest that wasn't going to get paid back. So when you, if, if, if year one, you took out a $20,000 loan, by year four, you owed like 40 on that 20. Okay, like it was a significant amount based on the interest rates of the time. So you went through this period where people didn't fully understand how student loans worked because A, we didn't have anything but federal loans before that. Your parents weren't used to it. They just all got Pell Grants and federal loans. And B, the private loan industry didn't exist before 2008, not, not before 2008, but, um, 
I know the 2000s is when that really took off. So you're dealing with an industry that had this period where they were just so predatory. And really the request of the administration is figure out how to make this debt manageable, if not free. If you promise free, which they did, um, if you can't deliver on free, 10 grand isn't manageable, you know, for most people to, to Brian's point and to a lot of people like 10 grand, if you owe 80, doesn't really make much of a difference. And it's also um, a solution. Like you're not solving anything. You're it's, not solving anything. Still coming out of that whole like system with a bunch of fucking dead that they didn't know. That but the system like, is still the same. Yeah. So, so, okay. So it's like, okay, 10 grand, 20 grand, whatever you get. Cool. That's a one-time thing. Um, but your, your solution isn't a solution. Right. So you're, you're helping people go to college. And then if after college, like, think about this, think about this. If you go to college, the biggest deal in this bill that everybody's talking about is like, Oh, the income based repayment program is now only 5%, not 10. So, and it's like a 225% of poverty uh income right so your your like biggest accomplishment here is that if you went to college and you make less than $15 an hour we will you will have no loan payments and you will have zero debt after 20 years of not paying a dime and making $15 an hour. That is the like victory here. That's what everybody said. They're like, Oh, the income based repay repayment program is such a big victory. Yeah. For who, for a person that went to college and ended up flipping burgers at McDonald's. Wow. What a fucking great accomplishment. Wow. Like what, if you could change it to that, why didn't you change it to $60,000 a year? Right. You know, like, it, at least help the teachers to where they don't have to worry about where this loan comes from. If you're there, it's a federal loan. It's forgiven. Like, I, I don't, I do, I just don't get it. Like it, it, the victory lap that's being taken is it, it's so premature. And I, un, I also on the flip side, understand the folks who are like, well, I'm getting nothing. Yeah. You're, you're probably just a selfish asshole. Um, and then, you know, there's some folks who are like, well, I didn't go to college. And all of a sudden you're paying, I have to pay 10 grand to these people who went to college and you're, made bad decisions. You're paying like, 30 grand to make a fucking Tomahawk missile that'll get fired off into the fucking ocean. That's the other part of the equation where I'm like, okay, so where is this energy when yep. we're talking about the department of defense and we're talking about the PPP loans and the billions and the, of dollars that just you are, go. you are literally just jealous. Yep. And and it's a it's a federal program that is no different, literally no different than food stamps. Yeah, it, well, so it's it's it is a little different. Well, no, it's you're right. It's not. It really isn't because you're just specific qualifications. Yeah, it's managed the exact same. It's the fact that somebody who is born into a better circumstance is butthurt that someone who's born into a lesser circumstance, or well, the opposite is also true because you got to remember there are some people who chose not to go to any college. Well, yeah, and and they, just live go to work at dad's insurance firm and fucking. Oh, no, no, there's they're a dude. Trying, they're just attempting to drive a wedge between 
Correct. That's like true. people, you know, by like saying that pe- people who went to college, college graduates aren't working class, which is a lot of garbage. Like, which I did we appreciate. We're all working class. We all work every motherfucking day of our lives because we have to. Because if we didn't have to, we wouldn't. Yep. <laughs> like, I, know, I did appreciate that class. that tweet. I don't remember who you fucking sent it to, but like, what class am I? Like, what am I other than working class? Like, what the Seriously. fuck? It, it's true. And like, people who get butthurt at the fucking what quiet resignation or whatever the fuck, like oh, yeah. people are wanting to wanting to put on the what what whatever whatever name people are wanting to put on the goddamn awakening of working people in this country understanding their value. That's what what it is. What we're fucking experiencing. Yeah, and, and if if you truly want to incentivize people, give them ownership in what they're doing. Like yeah. that's the thing that I never understood about like compensation that people get so excited about. It's like okay, yeah, you're making whatever 150 grand. That's cool. Um, you know, if you were fired tomorrow, are you going to make 150 grand in your next job? Maybe right. not. Did they give you any ownership in what you're building? No, they didn't. So, like, that whole discussion about, like, the quiet quitters, buddy, I'm doing what I need to do to keep my job, yeah. to make a paycheck and satisfy my lifestyle. Other than that, fuck you. Like, yeah. you don't need to know about the rest of my day. If I am uh, fucking golfing and still being able to do my job, that's really what it is. Dude, the the best. I be okay the, with it. The you most with it because you don't deserve more than that you've given me nothing more the most proud i've ever been at my job is when people who i worked with resigned and went to another organization and then what i told them and what i told my current co-workers is like dude like people who were leaving on their (laughs) last day like i don't pay your bills I don't give a fuck. Like you do you man. Like it doesn't matter if I know what they're going to is worse than what we're doing here. I don't know what their experience is here. Like you do you. I, I wish I you the best can of I luck. Just say before we wrap, I got to wrap first of all. You got to wrap. We're oh, you fucking, gotta me, you got to give me a chance to get out of here. But <sighs> the last thing I want to say is like the reaction was going to be the same from everyone regardless. Like if the number was oh, yeah. 7,000 or if it was 60,000, or eighty thousand, mm-hmm. and I think that was a mistake. It should have swung for the fences because the it was always gonna. They already had their fucking shit queued up, ready to go. They were just waiting for the number, you know. So like, yeah, just just come out hard for the people. That's that's what I would. have I mean, the but fucking he, people he was, showed up for you. What? Why not? Like, yeah, but he was he was never going to do. That's what bothers me a lot. He was never gonna do that, and mm-hmm. and. That are we still trying to appease, you know, who are we trying to appease? Correct. And and I can almost guarantee you that he he and Joe Manchin had a negotiation about this. And I don't think it's been widely a take, but I truly believe that he said, Joe, you're a Democrat, I'm a Democrat you don't support this legislation with all this shit in it that we know you don't necessarily agree with. I'm going to cancel all the student debt tomorrow. And they negotiated. And, and I think, I think on that front, you have to give credit because I, I truly believe that's what happened there. There to, to buy Joe Manchin's vote. 
is like fucking buying water in the Sahara Desert, right? Like you you are selling a lot of what you're trying to attempt here to get that one vote. And this was not a vote, but it could have happened. And, you know, I, I think there's a balance in the take. And I understand the frustration both ways. Uh, I also want to be very clear that at the moment, I don't have student loans and I, I would have benefited zero from either way, but I would like to see Democrats, if they gain seats, go further and make the loan forgiveness scheme bigger because it was so predatory. Like Here's unless you your parents paying for colics, uh, what did you say? No, I said, here's the deal. You said colics. I don't know. I, did, I, I, did. Fuck, I, did. I got so confused. <laughs> what did you just say? I said, here's the deal. I was going to interject. Oh, okay. Sorry. No. <laughs> Fucking yeah, wild. For, unless you had your parents paying for college, um, you probably, you don't understand the late 2000s, early 20 teens of private loans no you don't real quick real quick before they were just handed which is important it's important those people were taken advantage of and we should help them because their whole lives are ruined because of uh, like 80 or ninety thousand dollars in student debt we're not talking about insurmountable amount of debt for the government you you bring up a good point with numbers and i want to hit on this before villem goes because i think this is very important as well so for the uh, average fucking old ass congressperson, um, old ass old head who's talking right are talking, now, are we talking uh, somebody who's born in 1950? Okay, oh, Einstein, or are we talking Grassley? We're Which talking one? somebody who's born in, in 1950. Hoff, baby. In Hoff. so somebody's born in 1950 who's well, I guess 1947, 46. Okay, so my parents' age. Um, so in 1968, okay. Uh, when these people would have been graduating college or entering college, depends on which fucking date you want to take. Okay. 1968, a $10,000 is equivalent in today's number. Okay. Like, so, uh, with inflation, and everything sure. else, Frank, you mentioned $90,000, like yeah. for a student loan, the fucking goddamn Nostradamus over here. Because $10,000 in 1968 is equivalent to $85,136 today, adjusted for inflation and everything else. That's so the whole college. That's their entire college. That is, yeah. that is student loan forgiveness. However, we have to acknowledge that is not what it costs to go to fucking college in 2005 through 2015. It's not. Well, not even just that, even today. Uh, well, I'm not even... Not even adjusting to today because I will say this, I'm and not I, I, I just want to say this: fucking Gen Zers can rent their textbooks. They can, I repeat, can rent their textbooks. What the yeah, fuck is that? Stuff has gone way up. What the fuck? I, I get that, but I want to focus on the things that affect us. Okay, just there let us some things that have improved this. and some things that got worse. Yeah, yeah. The fucking ruining it. Whatever. Anyway, Villem, nice, yeah. Villem, thank you for your contributions this evening. Yes. Um, I hope you enjoy your Modelo Especials as you uh, head off to a sweet, sweet slumber. We call that the Especial sleep. We don't call it that. Nice, nice talking. Uh, good to see you briefly, Parker. Yeah, it's likewise, buddy. Bye. Bye, buddy. 
I, I played him off. Or how do you salute forgiveness? How do I feel about it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I find myself, I think, fortunately in the same position you are with, with no student loans. So, like, I have a different view on it. I mean, I would be uh, I, 100% for it if I had student loans, and I think that I still am 100% for it. Um, Why are you 100% for it? Some subsidy or some help from the feds. Uh, just so, so I a guess... drop in the bucket to how much we just spend on sidewalks that go nowhere and exactly 20 year long wars air quote wars <laughs> yeah um, but i i think it, it comes back to how much you value education right like if if we want a smart society it is within our grasp to do it, it does not cost that much um if yeah. we pay for everybody to go to college for a year is 200 and some billion dollars. That is a third of what we spend on national defense. And probably, I don't know, I'd say about 50% of what Parker spends on F5s in a given year. So this is true. This is um, true. It's, it's, it's totally attainable. And we, we should prioritize it. Like, I think what, what this is showing. And the amount of appreciation that those folks that are now getting out from under it, right? It's 10 grand, but if you're paying 300 bucks a month, that's still, right? Like an additional three years of payments that you had to prioritize. That you, don't, you don't have to now. Yeah. You're, you have 300 bucks a month to do something with, save, go on vacation, whatever. It can trickle down into the economy. Exactly. And for those people who had 20 grand, think about that. That's six years of payments. You just knocked off their bill. So if you go through the benefit of it, it just makes so much sense. How much money does that free up for something that everywhere else in this world is free? Right? Like yeah. first world countries, college is free. I think so, we definitely need to like, um, well, real quick on the F five budget, that is no shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I need to start purchasing F twos or something. Uh, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> that's a light logger. <laughs> um, the I think we should like clarify. Well, not clarify, but just like if we're doing it for college, colegio, and or university, like. We should do it for uh, diesel mechanic school and HVAC it, and it does all qualify kinds of. For that. It does qualify. For that. They yeah. do. Okay, great. Yeah, it's a anything that you could get a Pell grant for, which is literally anything post secondary. You can get this, but like also okay. advertising okay. it as such, like because yeah, because everybody's talking about four year schools. No, nah, bro, like yeah, this is four -year diesel schools, mechanics man. qualify for those. Yeah, good. Well, that's uh, so I, you know, I don't watch the news. Is that like, is that gone through? Is that happening? Did it happen today? Yeah. Today. So the announcement was today that it's it's if you qualified for um, Pell grants when you took out the loans, you get 
20 grand off. If you didn't, you get 10 off. Um, in hindsight, I, well, the, the qualification would have been met, but with most of my loans, but the income threshold is at the good level. Like that's about the people that, you know, we should be helping. I would argue you could probably go a hundred and less. I think 125 is generous, but that's okay. It's whatever hey, they want. Like what it ends up doing is throwing in people who live in like Dallas and Austin. for sure, for sure. Yeah, no. And I, I'm not, I'm not against it. Like I understand, right. I understand that the, the income based limit, I, I think you're going to benefit a lot of people in rural America that have student loans, which is great. Um, I, I think to, to the point that everybody's making is like, just, just don't be jealous of people who get to benefit from something that will help them a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. And if, if you want, if you want to, you know, fight for something better and more then we can, we can have that discussion because you'll have all of those people on board as well. But if you're fighting for the fact that it's not fair and it should have never been done. You you truly do not understand the problem, and it's uh, it's selfish to do that. If you were able to repay your student loans, you should very well consider yourself lucky. The government doesn't owe you a paycheck. They don't owe you ten grand or twenty grand or whatever you think they owe you. No, you're likely in a position of owning a house. You have some cars. You've got you know healthy kids. You're able to afford your lifestyle. You don't need like. Should the government send you a check every year based on your non, uh, you know, uh, qualification for food stamps? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, here, Frank, here's the $1,500 per year that we owe you based on the fact that you don't take food stamps. Yeah, you know what? Put it into a parade. Uh, let me yeah, have a parade. That's not how this works. That's not how it works. And if, if, if everybody needed to get a paycheck for, you know, the amount of money we spend on, uh, uh, the federal defense, then we, we'd all have a mm. massive community bash once a year. I'd like for people uh, to pay it's me been like four neighbors. Cause it'd be like 10 grand a neighbor. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. I was gonna say that's what actually sponsors my neighborhood's fireworks show every year. Yeah. <laughs> Is that all the defense checks? <laughs> defense <yeah>. checks. <laughs> um, uh, I thought uh, you were going to say for the Lockheed just pays those, right? You just have to put your address in on a website. Oh, and like, this shit. is all the leftover money. <laughs> That's why Raytheon sends me packages every year. Oh, shit. I thought it was because we were down the street from them. No, I thought yeah, I also thought you were going to say, like, for the amount, of, you know, you get a kickback for the amount of beer that you purchase, which I was like, that would be amazing. Right. Uh, but, dude. That's how we could. Yeah, we F five kickback would be. I don't think it's incalculable. I think really. we could I, subsidize. I don't think I've seen subsidies on Parker's F five budget. <laughs> First off, the co op needs to thank you. Um, <laughs> second, do you remember when that shit was five cents at Marshall Dillon's? No, it was and not like, out then. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was there. Your lie has gone too far. I'm sorry, I was eating pretzels. Your lie has gone too far. <laughs> no, but yeah, dude, I, I don't know. It's just people are so jealous of Marshall. Well, like being poor. Like, I don't understand. Like, wait, 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 wait. Please. No, no, because it's, it's like so if, jealous you're, if you're jealous of someone getting assistance based oh, on an income-based income program, you're essentially jealous of not being as poor as that person. And you're like, okay, well, maybe this little bit of money they're getting and the 
shit ton of money I'm getting paid or whatever additional amount you want to consider a shit ton, but I don't qualify for it. They do. You know, maybe you should kind of do a reality check on your expectations of what government is supposed to be doing, A, and B, where you sit in society. Like, you should probably be happy you haven't had to tangle with, you know, eating well, or being a student loan. So like, it's, you, the, I don't know. You bring up an really issue. Really odd to me, the reaction some people are having. You bring like, up an is the government going to stroke me a tech check for the 80 grand that I just paid? Up? Nah, nah, bruh. You paid off 80 grand. This person hasn't made a dent in their loans. Like, what? Dude, yeah. Those fucking loans, man. It's like, because I've got myself into a credit card one. And, uh, and you know, it wasn't like crazy. I wasn't, you weren't going to see me on top of a fucking uh, news channel. Oh, uh, you weren't searching time, the but, tallest building in Tulsa? Yeah, right. Like, but it's like it can be like getting that big ass plate of nachos at a pub somewhere and you you've been eating for 30 minutes and you have not made a dent in it and you're like what the right. fuck am i doing um yeah so i i, I feel for people like it, it sucks man and if you can relieve that burden and that stress off then think about like that positive energy that you put into the just every you know i don't know like it, their I ability, think to, I think their ability to take the money and redirect it into a house, into a car, into mm -hmm. like think to just think about the, the power you've unleashed. Yeah, school shoes. Yeah, like <laughs> exactly um, the, the numbers of school shoes. Like, Maybe they buy shoes well, for the whole school. Well, you know, let's not get too crazy. It um, was only ten grand, Frank. Let's calm down, you know. Hey, 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 maybe, maybe they're homeschooled. Woo! Oh shit! I didn't even think um, about that. When you talked yeah, about, I bought, when, I bought shoes for the whole school. I've got one homeschooled kid. When you talk, when you talked about being jealous <laughs> of being poor, it like it's that is like you. I know you said it in jest or like to prove a point. Have you ever heard of the shoes Golden Goose? Real quick in your browser, just search Golden Goose Shoes. Okay. Never heard of them. I know I've I've got your I've got ooh, I'm looking at oh, your face. It. I'm looking at your face right now. Go ahead and look at the price of Golden Goose Shoes and look at what they are. Yes, I've seen those. I didn't know that's what they're called, but I've seen those. Did and you know they were that expensive? I did not. They're Neiman Marcus shoes. They are they the, like I call them cosplay rent shoes. Cosplay not only they're yeah, rent, but they're really cosplay Converse. They're they're like they cosplay look, poor people shoes, is what they are. Terrible it's, it's, Converse. Yeah. They are for the the listeners who may not be able to to Google this. I just want to point this out: Golden Goose Superstar leather trim shoes. Okay, yeah, they, they look they, like they look like them. horse shit. They look like they're pre worn, dirty Converse shoes that cost right. five hundred and ten dollars. At the low end, most of these That's are six fifty to seven fifty. Yeah, I was gonna say there are some that are up to eight and nine hundred dollars. Depends that, on how many fake uh, bejazzles they put on them. But they all look. The thing is, they all look pre-worn and like mm -hmm. dirty. Like, and I say dirty, not like, not like they have a dark tinge. No, it's to like them. Dad hasn't bought shoes in ten years, and they're, my feet are growing out of these. They're yeah. like cosplay poor people's shoes, and that is the. That is the status quo for certain parts of North Texas. That's all I'm going to say yeah. on that. And like, so it, it, it annoys me that oh. those same people who fucking buy $500 plus shoes, which I can honestly tell you, I've never bought a pair of shoes over 
$300 ever no. in my life. Um, it's annoying as shit that those same people are shit talking those who have just received or have the opportunity to receive $10,000 in student loan forgiveness or 20 or but 20. It's, but it, it, like Pell, Pell grants are a goddamn different beast altogether. If you get $20,000 $20, relief, you should have gotten 40, but I'm not going to go into that. Yeah, that's true. Is there yeah, it's situations in, on like you, you had to have completed your course of study or no. anything like that? No. no. Okay. No, it becomes very difficult at that point because the loan the loan program doesn't track it like that. Well, so yeah, I mean the government doesn't track anything well, so I can see how that would <laughs> be so, like. No, no, we don't give a shit if you finished or not. They track they weddings and wood and drone strikes. No, it's it's still unconnected. Word. It's still yeah. a that you have to repay. But I well, think that's I, true. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you. Yeah. I think the important part here is is like. I hope, I don't know if it will, but I hope it starts like this very long overdue discussion about a, the cost of college and how we can, how we can like, you know, take control of it. But more importantly, the, the manner in which college loans work, because the government should be funding all college loans the government should not charge interest on college loans um, because the government doesn't need to make interest off of their population's education, right? So if, if you're like, if, if you think about this, right, the way that it currently works is like, if you take out a student loan this year, the government's going to peg it to the 10 year bond, which right now is trading. At not like that real quick, not that kind of pegging Parker, which, Pull your no, pants not, back up. Pull your pants um, up. But it's like three and a bit percent, right? So if you take out 20 grand this year, you're going to pay three point something percent um, over the lifetime of your loan. It does not reset. So at three and a bit percent, every year that your, your, your loan is outstanding, that you still have a balance, that you still are paying against this loan it's an additional 600 bucks, an additional 600 bucks. It seems like nothing, but when your loan payment is capped to your income, you might only be paying 120 bucks a month against that loan because the income-based repayment, right? Fucks people. So if I'm only paying 120 bucks a month against that loan, but it's collecting, you know, 600 bucks a year, half of my year, I'm not paying the loan. So now my 20 year term is 40 years because of in income based repayment. So that's, that's the part that people do not understand that was never advertised correctly. That needs to be fixed, which uh, they've done a part of the fixing in, in, in what they're doing at the moment. It'll get challenged to no end. Um, but that's, that's loans don't give up fuck about inflation either exactly exactly if you've taken it out at a fixed interest rate that's it I, is what it is i just yep. mean like there's less in everybody's till right now to go around just yep. due to the increases so like yeah i used to be able to come up with that 300 extra a month toward the loan payment fairly you know easily whatever comfortably now it's getting pretty pretty razor you know, thin like exactly what's yeah, wild into that 
I was going to say what's wild is I was talking to a coworker about inflation and they were like, I don't see it so much. And I was like, all right, Costco shopper, no problem. Let me hit you with this. Last year, I, would, I could buy limes like three for like 50 cents, some shit like that. It was around 13 cents a lime is what it boiled down to. Now limes are 33 cents a piece. And like, yeah. I know that is a microcosm. There's a fucking very dialed in look at what produce costs, but that can be magnified across the entire produce section All sections. Yeah. And, and you can see very easily that if limes cost three times what they did last year, then fucking a head of lettuce cost meh, about two times what it did last year. And some pre-processed food can cost up to four times what it cost last year. And we have a problem on our hands real quick and yeah. people don't want to see that. No. And I, I think, I think part of that is it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Cause you, you, you're starting to get into like seasonality that's changing and the sort of your, your harbingers of what is to come um, normally is retail. Right. So you, you kind of look at retail to be the people who tell you. And the problem, one of the big problems that I think we've discussed here, but it's really becoming an issue is retailers in an interest to take advantage of increased prices ordered so much that now they're having to do deep discounts on shit. Um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't quite you know, while yes, you are paying more in some cases, um, you know, a lot more. I I would I would seriously advise people to take a minute and wait um, for big purchases. Uh, inflation without wage growth is a very difficult thing to sustain, and we're not talking about wage growth from. 10 bucks an hour to 15. We're talking about real wage growth within an economy where people can sustain the level of spending. Um, that's not your $15 an hour earner. Don't let anybody fool you. Um, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see where it goes because I still do not believe that the level of price increases that we've seen across this economy can sustain every business that have done them. No. Um, so we'll, we'll see where it goes. But to your point, it's an obvious thing that's happening out there and it's no different than seeing your neighbor struggle with paying this bill yep. that they complain about all the time. And quite frankly, any human should want, you know, some level of success for another human. And if it does mean that they get 20 grand that I didn't see, so be it, whatever. Like it's not, it's not, it's no water off my back today. I've done it. My life is built around the fact that I did it. I don't need that money back, right? So so if if you're a person who has paid off your student loans and you've been fortunate enough to do it. Should thank, want that for somebody else too. Yeah, thank, you know, this administration that some people don't have to walk that exact path. They will still have to pay. Most people will still have to pay some portion of it back, but they hey, get a little relief. Awesome. 10,000 still a year plus off of what you have to pay back. That's, that's big. It's, it's not, it's not no, big. It's, uh, it's, it's on some, average, it's three to six years that you just reduce their payments. Exactly. It's so, not nothing to shake your finger at. Here's yeah. what I will say. 
my fucking electric bill is still over $350 a month, which is fucking That's insane. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a look at the, the charges. It's all related to that fucking stupid storm. In fucking sane. I'm uh, so pissed about that. The electricity mm-hmm. in this in this state and the way that Abbott just was like, oh, yeah, no, Jerry, you guys charged all that money for that fucking. Well, and it's also like currently like, oh, everybody's using power. Let's kick no, it up. That's, you've you've this, you've used five percent more power than last year. Pay thirty five percent more in what this, you have to pay, pay state, us back. The state's grid is built for exploitation. That's what these the residents in Texas need to understand that. Like it's fucked. We are we are built to be on the edge of a disaster at all times. I dude, I <clears throat> because of that. There are certain periods where they're entitled to do this. Full disclosure, I did what I thought was right. I moved my thermostat up to like 78 for the entire month of July. And my bill was still so much higher than it was July of last year when it wasn't as hot. And I said, fuck it for the month of August and, and put it to like normal temperatures, 71 to 73. No difference in the fucking bill. So, yeah. like, what that taught me was you can go fuck yourself. Like, you motherfuckers so go, can if, fuck yourself you wanna, so fucking play, hard. If you want to play a good game, take your bill from last year, same time, put it next to each other. Look at the charges they've added, the storm. It's like 60 bucks a month for most people. Yeah, but it's like 60. It was 30 bucks a month last year. It's 60 bucks a month this year. That's that's the difference. Because if you look at the fee that didn't change on that bill is the administration fee for the utility. Oh, thanks. The I really appreciate it. The city is charging more in taxes. Well, for we what? we don't have it. We don't have city taxes on our shit. Ours is, but but there's, yeah. I've got this like line that's like city utility tax. Well, okay. So, so real quick, the city was like, oh, we're not going to go from three bucks. We're going to go straight to seven. Why? Why did you? Why you're not delivering a service here? So a similar situation happened to me with water. So last year when there was not a fucking, there was not like 47 days over a hundred degrees and 60 something days without water. Yeah. I watered, my water usage was the same month over month. Okay. The exact same. Because you're on a timer. Yeah. Well, because I, one, I'm on a timer. Yes. And two, because I don't fucking water every goddamn day. Three, like Like a normal human being. I fucking, I can increase my watering three times. I full disclosure might have watered more in the month of July than I was supposed to, but because nobody yeah. turned me in, I didn't get like my bill was the exact fucking same. Yeah. There was a day. And when I say that it wasn't like I was purposely doing, there was a day that my fucking sprinklers turned on automatically and they fucking ran all day. And my wife like got off of one of her conference calls and was like, Hey, babe, is the sprinkler supposed to be on at three o'clock in the afternoon? Like for sure. No, what the fucking go outside and turn it off, please. God, please turn it off right now. Uh, but like I had wasted a shit ton of water. No difference in the bill, not a fucking cent difference in the bill from this year versus last year. Energy, mm-hmm. energy though. Like a fucking hundred thirty dollars difference. Eat yeah. shit. You can eat my shit. Anyway, you know I'm done. I'm done. No, I'm it's done. true, dude. I, I I mean I've seen that. We talked about that as a family actually in our family thread. Like the amount of money that they charge 
in water and electricity. The water isn't so bad. The electricity is the one, and the natural gas. The natural gas, the spot price has gone up, so I get that. You know, you're going to see a, a significant increase. My house doesn't run on natural gas. My water heater does, and my stove does. Um, it is not winter, so I am not running a heater. But still, my natural gas bill is abnormally high because of the fucking extra charge for the winter storm. So between the natural gas that I'm paying plus the electricity, I probably pay a hundred and some odd dollars a month for the Texas grid being a piece of shit. And I don't think people understand that. Like, but the bonus is you didn't have to pay $1,200 the month that it happened. I would have rather, absolutely would have rather just paid it. If, if you billed me that that month, I would have fucking paid it. And I understand the frustration that that would have caused that month. But at this point, you have this capacity to just generate charges based on discomfort. It's like an interest-free loan. And they hide them in, in a bill. So it's like, it, it's very difficult to explain to people, you know, like if this keeps going for what they are saying now is going to be like a three year time period. Exactly. Like, That's what I was going to say. It's like 30 months. It just becomes normal. Right. And it's like, what's the next, like next thing that you're going to be like excusing for that charge? Because you, you're not all of a sudden going to see at the end of the 30 months, the one thing it you will not down. see is your bill being 120 bucks like it used to be. Yep. That will not happen. Right. You just signed up for the subscription model of like Hulu and and you can't cancel it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's like yeah, that's that is the bullshit. Like when Greg Abbott allowed them to recoup that shit through bill payment instead of having the utility file bankruptcy and selling it on the open market, that was horseshit. You know what's wild? Absolutely. Shit. That was the 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 clinical definition of why you have a communications team within your fucking cabinet, because they can release. Oh, so and so in Dallas got a thirty thousand dollar electric bill this month because of the winter storm, and then so and so out in West Texas got a twenty two thousand dollar electric bill, but with proper management and proper grid management the state of Texas corrected these bills and made it mm -hmm. right for the, and then it, everybody in the fucking, in the pot, because we all pay into our fucking co-op or random grids that we're a part of. We're all like, Oh my God. Thankfully we don't have a $20,000 bill for fucking surviving for the three days that it was below freezing. Mm -hmm. I will gladly pay $3,000 over the next year over the next four years to pay this off. You're like, well, you dick. Like, it's, it, it's fucked. It really it's, is. It's so crazy. And I, I, I it's, honestly it's don't that understand it didn't have to why. Be. I don't get why it's not like the platform to an extent for a lot of these candidates. Cause it's like, dude, there is this phantom charge that you get no performance for based on the fact that the policies of the current administration failed every Texan. And it just appears on your bill every month and you have to pay it. It's like, think about that. Think about if a Democrat 
right? Ran a city and I don't know, bankrupted the treasury of the city. I was gonna say fuck and the trash they, the trash collection up so bad. They got, they got a loan from the United States government to save the city. And then just to live in the city, you had to pay a fixed monthly charge to repay the US government. Because that's what this is. Like for for me, I, I can't send them a check that doesn't include the bullshit gas charge and the bullshit electric charge that comes from the 2020 ice storm, right? I can't do that. So if I did that, I would get both shut off pretty quick. So there's no, there's no ability to protest this other than putting new people in office and making this illegal, like putting the grid part of the national grid, like, this whole business is horseshit. It, 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 Do you want to be part of the- don't expand it so that new people put them closer to the edge. They can do this over and over again. They will just keep doing it. They will keep doing it. Do you want to be part of the national grid where everybody else in the country has power? Yeah, when things go bad? Yeah, absolutely. Or that. do you want to be like, oh, you think Idaho's got it bad? You know, when they got power in the winter months? <laughs> hey, but Brian, you do huh? understand that- hmm? All these places that have green energy, it just doesn't function. Oh, that you mean line the pockets of AOC? I'm just telling you right now, Iowa, uh-huh. the the largest wind generation project in the country, if mm-hmm. not on Earth. Yeah, uh, with the solar panels that they've got going there. Uh-huh. In the winter, they don't make any energy. I don't know if you knew that. It oh. gets too cold. It gets too cold for the natural. Yeah. What I like to call what I like to call Juwa. No, we're not. We're not doing that anymore. We're not. I heard in Georgia at I heard in Georgia at night the fucking lights go off. I heard they had too many trees in Georgia. Actually, this fucking that fucking right. cunt. Fuck her. Um, no, a non sequitur here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I just want to make sure I delineate the difference from calling Marjorie Taylor Greene a fucking cunt. I mean, that's what she is. Fucking twat bitch that she fucking is. No. I always forget Georgia. She seems so Florida, it's not even She seems (laughs) like a fucking fucking Wyoming slash Oklahoman. Like, just fucking... She She could be from a lot of spots, but I always think Florida just because of the, the, like... The the face. The fucking... The Rocky Dennis face that she has. Fuck that cunt. That's gotta be fucking Florida. Like, she's probably from Palm Beach. Absolutely no... Zero connection to what we're... Substance. Like, we're going from a hellacious twat cunt to Hellenic. Some say heaven sent... Yeah, Parker. Like, there's n- zero connection between the two. I just want to make sure I'm very clear. Parker, are you still with us, or have you drifted off to a sweet, sweet slumber this evening? The mute, I will say yeah. The mute sign says that he has drifted off to a sweet, sweet slumber. Yeah. Oh shit! My bad. No, oh, I'm not slumbering. Okay. I, don't know. I, I, I. Dude. 
I messaged I messaged Frank earlier and said my clutch has gone dry. I'm ready to grind some gears, and I was I was going to pass it over to you to see if you had anything for us this evening. Oh man, actually, I don't know. I'm not real prepared right now. Okay, uh, that's that. you know what I'm that's sorry. fair. That's fair. That's why I didn't play the drop. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to assume and make an ass out of Frank and you. You know. <laughs> Speaking of Frank, by any chance, do you still uh, receive notifications for the Google Sheet that you started in 2016? I do not. Did you add something? I don't. Did you? Yeah. I added something today. Of course you did. Of course. (laughs) Good Lord. How how much digging did that take? Hold on. I'm right here. Let me see if I can read it because I would like to... (laughs) Yeah, to bless the the listeners' ears with a oh. fresh fresh. <laughs> oh my god, is that website accurate? No, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Frank's moonlighting on the side to pay for that extra energy. Uh, oh my god! I've, well, hold on, I've got to go over to fucking incognito mode. <laughs> what is this? Don't worry about it, Frank. Let's just no, uh, no, 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 no. You don't need incognito to go to the uh, URL there. That's fabricated. Oh, okay. It is fabricated. Okay. Oh, it is. Okay. It is fake. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. the, I mean, the the notes are tantalizing. I thought that it for sure was real. <laughs> no, I'm not going to send you just some <laughs> shady website. But uh, yeah, I was just I happened to be just perusing and deleting emails from ancient times, and I saw that invite or where you shared it originally when we'd go back and forth and i was like oh man i wonder if this is even still out there okay um so what does it say <laughs> it's it's you frank porn you frank and the notes section say frank's good frank gets double teamed behind a waffle <laughs> <laughs> which is goddamn hilarious which yeah, i read the notes and then clicked on it in incognito mode i was like hey let's see what's going on here which uh, it says Frank a lot the <laughs> <behind> the <laughs> and i oh. and brian clicked it like well, let's see what's going on let's see if this is Maybe that actually happened <laughs> i don't know i don't know what frank's been up to on the weekends i don't keep track of him that hard no <laughs> I'm just saying those extra energy costs. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I chuckled quite a bit to myself. I was like, "Man, I wonder if anybody will ever see this." And and uh, yeah, be great. I shared it, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't see it. That's that's great. That is really great. <laughs> All um, right. Do you have any? Do you have any? Uh... Grinds my gears, or be oh, well, maybe one quick one. Uh, getting a new mattress delivered tomorrow. We're shopping um, experience in your life, dude. Yeah, that is like what? Jesus Christ! They need fucking uh, mattress loan forgiveness programs from the feds. They do, and and not only that, it's the it's the like the salespeople. If you thought used cars were bad, you've never bought a mattress. Uh, like, it's the slimiest shit. Uh, they won't leave you 
if you well, don't buy a mattress. Like they're just yeah. like, oh yeah, what Sealy Posturepedic? What are you thinking? Tempurpedic? Whatever the fucking Casper Purple, and that's the mattress company. It's yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. And then like call you a couple days later, and they're like, yeah, are you sleeping here's well? A, here's a picture of your child's school. You come by the <laughs> today. Are you Good Lord. Here's a picture of your child's <laughs> I mean, honestly, really? Right <laughs> He's not far off. Nebraska Furniture Mart sent us a fucking copy of our kid's birth certificate. It was like, what would you do if we changed the last name? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess pay you back an extra $500 a month. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know what you want. What you want from me? I'm like, hey, let's take that. Take that. Rest of my bitch. Let's take that thirty-six month interest-free loan and move it to twenty-four. If you know what I mean. How do you think about that? I guess. Wait, so you're decreasing the amount of time I have to pay? Decreasing, decreasing. Got to make it pay interest-free. It's going to be thirty-three percent by the time we're done. I guess it's worth their last name. (laughs) You're like, but the deals. The deals in Nebraska no. Furniture Mart. The deals. Dude, okay. there was a mattress there for $8,500. What? And I'm like... Well, hold on. That mattress actually sucks your dick if you turn over and sleep on your... If you're a stomach sleeper, that's worth it. That's what I was cold. about to say. That thing better give me a hand job yeah. and make me a coaster strudel. No. For $8,500. That's 8600 It's 8600 yeah. for the toaster strudel model. That's that mattress trim level. That's the that's the, the the what is it uh, George Foreman level, like I, uh, so I like to wake up to the smell of burning bacon in the morning. Sue me. <laughs> so okay, that is crazy. Eighty five hundred dollars for a mattress. Did you buy that I'm one? Like, is that the one you bought? Uh, that's no, Parker, Parker laid on it and he was like. So that was not it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know how Parker operates. If he lays down on it, he's like, yeah, that's eighty five hundred dollars. Good. I want to know what that's like. I, yeah. I may make a trip up to Tulsa to take a nap on that eighty five hundred dollar mattress. See if it's worth it. No, I saw no discernible differences. Honestly, I think most of them were like you know the what? same shit with just a different wrapper on it. You, you, know? Know, you know what mattress uh, Mrs. Brian and I bought uh, six years ago when we bought this house? We bought a new bedroom like uh, uh, suite with like mm-hmm. eh, eh, co- like end tables, fucking dresser, the whole nine yards. And then we were like, oh, we we need a, a you know box springs and mattress to go with this. You know which one we bought? <clears throat> we went to Nebraska yeah. Furniture Mart and filtered to clearance section. We just bought that motherfucker, and we've been happy ever since our marriage. We've never been closer. It's great, you know. I can vouch for that fucking Serta clearance mattress all and box springs all day long. It was great. It was wonderful. Have you never been closer because it's concave and you guys roll in? Obviously, obviously, the box springs broke within three days, and my fat ass caused us all to sink in the middle. But we've never been closer. Is okay. is the selling point that we? That's what I was gonna say. I was like, uh-huh. It's got the perfect shape that I enjoy. That is uh-huh. a perfect setup there. I like it's, it. It's uh, great. You know, and okay. hey, and now that we've mentioned it on this podcast with millions of listeners, like we got that box springs and matches paid for. So it's fine. Dude, that and, and you'll never be able to find that deal again because they're all going for it. Well, no, actually, the mattress uh, would catch on fire spontaneously. I'm so it's been recalled. But uh, under some mattress. <laughs> Thank you. I tried to submit a warranty claim 
Oh, did you? Or ours? Yes. Lady Americana, which this thing is fucking Mathis Brothers. Oh, oh, nice. Americana is a mattress. And I'm sorry, what? Yeah, no, it's a, a, hey, listen, non-Oklahoman, you don't fucking, don't fuck with yeah, Mathis, Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. 34, 34 Reno, Brothers. 3434 West Reno, bitch. No, 3434 West Reno. Second, it goes, Mathis Brothers Furniture, your style, your price. Something like that. I don't know about all that. I just know the address because in the 2000 election. 3434 West Reno. No, in the 2000 election, more Oklahomans knew the address for Mathis Brothers Furniture than they did for the fucking White House. Shit you not. Is it because they got free shit? Like no, Bob no, it was because they, the commercials would say, Mathis Brothers, come on down to Mathis Brothers Furniture, 3434 West Reno. And people would be mm-hmm. like... What's the White House? And they would go, 3434 West Reno? I don't know. And that's their fucking answer. I shit you not. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, Oklahoma education. Oklahoma education. Anyway, Parker, I'm I'm proud of you for getting sponsored by the Mathis Brothers because the rumor had it in Oklahoma that they were the longest, like for the longest time, they were a gay together. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Well, the rumor was that they put gerbils in each other's butts. Well, that was because Richard Gere had <laughs> a fucking nationwide started a furniture business, yeah. and that's what ended up happening. God, I was called the Mattress Brothers because of that. Um, <laughs> why, dude? Anyway, I I submitted this freaking warranty claim because it was still within like the seven years or whatever. And it was called Madame America, dude. Lady America, Lady, Lady Americana, yeah, <laughs> and this thing looks like the surface of the moon, fucking craters. And I know I'm not, you know, in tip top shape, but fuck around, it's not an elephant sleeping on this thing. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you know, if the depression is more than an inch and a quarter or whatnot, it's it, it you know meets the criteria. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my PSI, my resting PSI. Calm down. Yeah, dude. I'm like, talk about never been closer. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? This is like a laying on a bounce house, um, or a waterbed. It's more like a waterbed. <laughs> but they they declined. You know, denied the the claim because there was stains on the mattress. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm putting in the good work. Fucking calm down. Well, yeah, maybe some man stains and some, who knows, some water stains, bottle, high C, who knows? Yeah. I'm not saying this mattress hasn't been through hell, but it's not like spilling a little water on your mattress is going to degrade the springs to such an extent that they're, they're popping out in my back at 4 a.m. <laughs> I'm like, well, I didn't you don't pour know fucking what... muriatic acid on my bed. <laughs> you don't that know what... <laughs> you, don't, you don't know what shitty grade of spring we use. The metal alloy that we used is real, real sketchy. If you get that thing moist, it's going to pop up out of the bed and fucking... Declare that you thought you bought an $8,500 mattress. No, 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 no. You don't understand the Madame Americana brand. It was the it was the Lady Americana mattress, which I uh, it should have been Madam. Let's just be real. No, 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 no. Hey, where is this Oklahoma? 
Okay, if you buy the Madam Americana, that's for the child. Wait, I don't want your French that's fries. That's for the child. Yeah, exactly. That's for the child's mattress. The Lady Americana, that's for the fucking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's where she gets bread and she produces the 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 child folk. Good lord. Man, that's high class shit in Oklahoma, Frank. Shit, that's yeah, dude. Yeah, you're fucking with the. Yeah, that's like going over to the UK and fucking with the Queen. You don't come for the Lady Americana brand, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't. Those people be like. What's it going to take for me to get you into this Lady Americana today? And they break out a switchblade and start shaving with it. Dry shaving. Like, okay. So, so fuck them. Uh, we got a uh, sort of something or other. Uh, I don't even know. Frank, do you know what I'm about you? to reference when I say, that you please God tell me you didn't get a Sealy mattress, right? Because the Sealy Posturepedic is the least funny mattress that you can fucking get. True. You know what I mean? I'd like, I'd like some entertainment here. I don't want... I, I want entertainment, so I steer clear of the Sealy Posturepedic. And if you don't know what I mean, Frank, then Willem definitely does when he's not listening back to this episode. Yeah, and he it. understands I, that I offended. I understand it. I offended yeah. someone, and I... Brian, don't give a fuck because Sealy Posturepedic is not uh, funny at all. Oh, Andrew. It happened. Yeah, I said That's it. a great name. I said that it. A Supreme that's a That's a deep, deep cut. Like three mm. people listening to this will get it. And the rest of the 30 million will go, who the fuck is Sealy? And I'm going to like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Good luck. What a grudge to hold this law. It is, motherfucker. Don't come up to me and be like, I don't like when people say I'm silly patriotic. I'm a stand-up comedian. You're not, motherfucker. No one knows who you are, and you fucking stand up and say your name is Sealy. People are going to be like, I'm silly Don't fucking get butt hurt, bitch. Fucking take it and move on. Fuck you. You're not an improv god. You're not. You're not. You're a fucking piece of shit. Go fuck yourself and go back to Home Depot and fucking load up my concrete. Fuck you. Anyway. There go. He got to vent it. He got I to got vent to it. it. That's been what? eight years in the making, ladies and gentlemen. Alex Jones. It sounded the same. <laughs> well, I never cared for that uh, individual myself either. Well, gl- I'm glad for you because he's a piece of shit. Fuck him. Yeah, anyway. I just- that was very intense, and I am sorry that this happened to you. It might have been intense. It might have been. I don't regret it. I don't regret a single second of it. You don't have to apologize for anything. Okay. That was, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm clearing my mouth the facial hair. I'm fucking trying to settle it down. Is. It is what it is. Okay. We're good. We're moving on. So, yeah, moving <laughs> on. When it comes to, you know, wrapping <laughs> Yes, we should do that pretty soon. Yeah. Um, we Hit should that all, seconds right there. <laughs> we'll discuss the fact that um, purchasing stuff from Mathis Brothers furniture is just like 90% of the time, just 10% better than pre-assembled IKEA. Uh, it's way better than that. It's class. It's but here's really the deal. Here's the deal. Really uh, I, I, I moved to Oklahoma in 1990. <laughs> They make real furniture. They do. It's fucking real wood yeah, furniture. Yeah. Some yeah, of it. No, it's, no it's, all it's, of it is. They do have some good stuff. It's, it's, it's like the BC. Brand. It's like the BC Clark's jewelry of furniture. If that makes sense. Okay, I don't know what that means. Well, fair. Oklahomans do, so <laughs> that's all. Since stuff, I'm not saying <laughs> IKEA makes decent stuff. 
What I'm saying is... <laughs> Frank Furniture. We're more than decent stuff. Mathers <laughs> Brothers, just like Ikea. This was my actual point. Okay. The amount of money you spend, it does correlate to what you get. Uh, so yeah. If, you, if you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I got a deal at Mathis Brothers, you should probably be like, uh, why did I pay that little for something that seems this good? Now, granted, sometimes you get a steal. But if you're pointing at something on the like the floor, right? Uh, like, I want that. I'm like, oh, it's on sale 40% off. You should question that. Like, yeah, that's somebody, not something- somebody got <laughs> caught fucking like, on that bedroom furniture. Fuck you. Somebody yeah. was somebody has and or got caught fucking on that furniture and then returned it or got kicked out of the building. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. So just, yeah, or it, they just had it marked. Oh, yeah, one hundred forty percent. So yeah, they can shave that forty percent off. That's bro. true. That's true. That's true. It could happen the opposite way as well. Yeah, they're like, oh well, Leroy was loading it into a house and clipped it on the banister on the way up the stairs, so it's got a big scratch on it. And they're like, hey, you know what? 60% off. That's a good price for it. You're like, ah, you know what? God damn, I'll take it. I'll just move it to the other side of the room. It'll be fine. It'll be on the back side. Well, like, All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking becomes denty more fucking furniture. And no. Frank, I will not, I will not let that go. Okay. Mat- no, dude, mattress. I, I am. I have, I, I moved to Oklahoma in 1990. It is 2022. I've I have been associated with Oklahoma long enough to not appreciate the fact that it was 33 years, and tonight was the first night I've ever heard it referred to as Mattress Brothers. <laughs> and in which case, <laughs> I can't get over it. Like it's yeah, of course it should have been Mattress Brothers this entire time. <laughs> like a fuck what? Why didn't I think that in fucking 1994? Brian, <laughs> like, Brian, Brian, because it's always been your style, your price. That's right. And no, it's Mattress it's Brothers furniture. Oh yeah, it is. God damn it. Yeah. So and I was only there for six years. I even fucking how well did you know Mattress Brothers? Brian. I didn't know the Mattress Brothers well enough. Apparently, we all just we all just referred to them as like. Well, it's funny. It's thirty four thirty four West Reno. Dot dot dot. Long somehow, pause. Long pause. Not done yet, Frank. Don't interrupt me. Long pause. <laughs> yeah, well, they got pretty good furniture though, you know. So I just you know we just, we just, we just overlooked that part. And that's all it is. I would uh, I would bed down with one of them if I got that eighty five hundred dollar mattress out of the deal. Right, like I'll fucking like wake. You get some lake houses. You get something in Tahoe. Well, well no, no, hold on, hold on. There's not Tahoe. It's Lake Tin Keller, or it's Lake fucking Lake, <laughs> no. lake Thunderbird. Like um, we're not fucking going Tahoe. These people are definitely owning shit. Well, they might own places. shit, but they're not oh, giving. Yeah. They're not giving eighty five hundred dollar mattress butthole like quality to Tahoe. No, they they live in California. They don't even live here. No, correct, correct. Parker's got it right. Mattress so, Brothers, so the Mathis Brothers, even though they might like gerbils. Um, <laughs> I just feel as though, you know, that whole segment is so dirty. Like it's so sleazy. Furniture people. Um, I for it's some like, fucking reason it's in like some beer podcast, you know, just Sorry. dirty, just beer podcasts are dirty too, you know. True, true, true. So, um, for some reason, I have had the 
fortune slash mis misfortune of meeting one of the Ashley Furniture inheritors, mm. let me just tell you, like, these are weird folks. If if you are making it in the furniture game, you're not having kids who go to Harvard. Listen, rarely Hezek if ever. Hezekiah is like, a pretty good furniture maker. Like, buddy, 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 tell them this Coors Light is Boston Lager. You're gonna make it in this game. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. It's this is the this is AKA so the the IKEA Florgan, but we're gonna call it the fucking Ashley Furniture sleigh bed and we're exactly. just gonna be done we're just gonna reassemble it so people don't get too pissed <laughs> when they find out all this is is ikea <laughs> we, we, we we bring the allen key they like, re, yeah this is what i was gonna say they reprint the instructions and include an allen key and there's like oh, look at this elevated bed this uh, well, is great. This is pretty fancy, isn't it? <laughs> don't worry about the Stockholm collection at IKEA. You don't know about that. Yet. Hey, listen, the the blue and gold—that's just a coincidence, isn't it? Yeah. it just pay four hundred dollars. Listen, I, I'm not saying everybody needs to spend a fortune <laughs> on furniture. I just expect for what they charge for some of this shit—that's very expensive—that you would not have to call in a warranty claim like three years later. Because uh, hey, you got two hey. craters of your fucking mattress. That's the thing. Because you paid what thirty five hundred bucks for the mattress, maybe twenty five hundred. It's not Fjord's uh, fucking problem. It's not Fjord's no, problem that you that you stripped out a fucking a bolt in the uh, bed frame. You know what I mean? Like that is uh, Kevin Mathis or mattress. That's his exactly. Room, you know, that's the other gerbil. No, god damn it! I, I you know what? I don't, gerbils are better than. They're, they hey, mean more than just. I'll never forget consensual song that goes gerbil in your ass through a tube. Stick a gerbil in your ass through a tube. No, 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 no. Oh, like I feel like America in general just bypasses the fact that that rumor about Richard Gere and a goddamn gerbil went coast to coast across this. Giant. I didn't I'm not, even know that that was about Richard Gere. I just thought the line was hilarious. <laughs> I'm not going to say great nation because it's mediocre at best, but this giant nation of ours with a lot ever, of shit, with a lot of shit in between. But that rumor passed from coast to coast in the 90s pre internet. Yeah. And everybody Sweet. just understood. Like, I guarantee you, Gen Zers are like, what the fuck are they talking about with a goddamn gerbil? But millennials and older. Fucking understand what we're talking about. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Whatever. Listen, could you imagine a two big enough to carry a gerbil and then having an actual animal run around? Listen, Frank, oh, I've seen Frank, 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 Frank. I have seen some documentaries online that have proved to me that these gerbils could roam around very comfortably okay there's a man you know i'm not gonna get into details but i'm just gonna say <laughs> they can roam around free without any they're real they're real athletic they're well. fucking yeah uh, these people are fucking flexible okay and god bless them do what you do but the fact that the world fucking acknowledge like yeah richard gear did that with a gerbil and everybody's like yeah gerbils can go up butts now pre-internet it's a yeah. I, I think that it's wild modern miracle you know what like people say 
People say the Virgin Mary, right? And let them say that. People right. say the Tower of Babel. Okay, cool. I think I think I think what you mean to say is some people yeah. enjoy the experience of gerbils in their ass through. Listen, teeth. listen, a little butt play and never hurt anybody is what no, I'm trying never, to say. It's never done it. It's no, never done it. Never hurt and anybody. But if you ha- cause harm people. to a gerbil, that's where I draw the goddamn line. Okay. So all yeah. I'm saying is prep, stretch, let it go. Breathe, let it go. As Nas said. You know what I mean? Breathe, stretch, shake, yeah. let and, it go. When it comes down to it, uh-huh. everybody has their vices. And right? some people have their gerbils. And some people have their gerbils. And then some people just repeat jokes over and over again. And <laughs> But I don't think that's the case for this. No, but it, it just, that's their vice. And in some cases, those might be airport jokes. And when they get diagnosed, their doctors say that's terminal. There it is. That's what I was waiting for. To be honest with you, there was a joke that you said at the top of this podcast. Uh, fucking person in witness protection program. Um, mm. uh, that I thought that that's where you were going with it. I don't, I've obviously had too many beers between now and then to remember exactly what you said. But I swear to God, I thought you were starting off this podcast with... With a dad joke. With a dad joke. And I was I was trying to stay out of it so that you could doesn't, enjoy doesn't it. It doesn't happen at the top of the cast often. But oh, I know it always happens at the top of the cast. Uh, very often, actually. <laughs> all right. Well, I need to get going. Well, all right, Witness Protection. Why don't you lead us out of here? Uh, you know what? Right. We're going we're gonna to mix it up. Why don't you hit us with a fucking, with your normal dad joke? Jesus Christ. Why don't you hit sure. us with a no normal dad, dad joke? Tonight. At the top. Uh, no, but- you don't want to say... For the Indian folk in fucking on the Reddit page that you're about to quote, you don't want to hit us with that? Okay, so um, I guess I'll hit us with a dad joke. This is very awkward. Okay, just just, 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 um, just go. Yeah, so I think my, my wife's a vet, and one of the things that I've learned from her occupation is that dogs are absolutely terrible at MRI operations. Um, but cats can, um, additionally, ah, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what I wanted to really Fuck. <laughs> on the outro is if you're at all interested in no beer left behind, please do follow us at no beer left cast on Twitter, um, at no beer left behind cast on the other platforms or if you can't find us just search no beer left behind we're the only ones left yeah additionally we have a website rebranding coming up so we've got um it's not going to be rebranded but there's going to be additional content so we're going to be focusing on um making it more accessible for folks if you want to share it they'll be able to do their itunes and spotify right off the bat and we will be adding merch uh very shortly probably in the next two to three months i know that's long for everybody else but that's kind of short timeline for what we're trying to do here um also the summer is a quiet time for us we tend to focus on enjoying the outdoors and being active and whatnot so do look for more episodes on a weekly basis coming up um don't don't count us out we're still very much in in into this and we enjoy doing it um but the summer does have priority we've got kids uh so appreciate you all sticking around with that being said, for Frank 
in far, far, far north San Antonio, cats are better operators of MRI machines ah. because they can. We're going to ex- explain that one. Cat scan. Um, I'm out. Barker. <laughs> Goddamn. I don't, I don't know if I can follow that. Um, Frank is going to go pee on. with the fucking with the camera on, so let's all just enjoy this for a second. Uh, he's probably got his mic on too. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I apologize for not having any grinds my gears loaded up, even though I you know, haven't been on the cast in a quarter. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. So I'll do better next time, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and I will also post some uh, nude selfies of me on top of that new mattress tomorrow. Uh, so look for that in the coming days. Coming day. Wow. Okay. Yikes. On that note, Parker and Tulsa, I'm out. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is new for me. I get to close this out, and I'm enjoying it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, uh, accompanying us through this two-hour-plus journey. I appreciate y'all listening. Um, If you like it, please don't hesitate to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Um, I've enjoyed the Frank Dad jokes. I've enjoyed the Parker Mattress jokes. I've enjoyed the Villem contributions to the student loan talk. But most of all, I've enjoyed y'all's attention to our social pages and our No Beer Left Behind Spotify iTunes links. So until next time, for Brian here in North Texas, I'm out. Don't cut it. Don't cut it. Don't cut it. Okay, (laughs) go ahead. Parker, Parker, have you ever considered, or Brian, have you ever considered that the Mathis Brothers just intended to call it Mattress Brothers, but they had a lisp. That would be Mathrith Brothers. <laughs> the Mike Tyson effect. I like it. <laughs> Could you Brian, imagine that? You're out there. It sounded very Delilah after Darkish, dude. I like it. <laughs> well, I'd like to invite you all to join us each and every week on No Bear Left Behind. Until next time, for Brian, here in North Texas, I'm out.